killing me, Smalls. To infinity and beyond! Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's been too long. Welcome to the What the What podcast. I am forever your host, Eric Creech. And of course, joining me today, two of the best people in the world, my tag team partners, Kyle Whitley, Ashby Brame. Yeah. What's, What's up, up, guys? Woo. Woo. We got to yes. create our own little hand clapping signals here. Yeah. Snaps, Snaps yes. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? It's been a while since we've been in the studio. How have y'all been doing? Oh, man. I'm good. I'm good. I think busy. This is a Busy's word the word. Life. Yeah. I mean, what what have we? It's been so. Our last aired episode we uh, was in late May. I, th- I think the last week in May, in two thousand and twenty. Was it twenty two or was it? What is time? What is time? I think it was yeah. Time is a year a and a half ago. Two thousand twenty two. Uh, we did the nineties movie draft with our friend Chad Casey. Yes. And we've kind of been radio silent on the podcast ever since uh let's talk about what we've been up to well we're older and wiser and i'm having a back spasm currently we're so much older and wiser oh goodness so. no it's, it's fine it's fine <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> but just okay. a few minutes ago eric had to stand up and stretch his leg yes yeah, because my hip was hurting so. yeah that's how old we're we older and we wiser and falling apart before mm-hmm. recording <laughs> Didn't have to do that in June of 2019 when we started this bad boy, but you know, no. here we are. So I was being quiet because I was trying to pull up our everything on like Apple Podcasts, and yeah, you're right. Uh, May 23rd, 2022. Why was, would you ever ever think Eric could be wrong about a I, date? I couldn't, but I was just you know like, what I'm saying. I know the crazy every, thing is I'm getting, Eric I'm, not, positive. I'm getting worse though. I'm there's things that I should remember that I'm not remembering. The other day there was a song playing. And I could not remember who the artist was, and I'm like, "Oh, that's odd for you." It's it's it was a uh, Mambo number no. five. It was Lou Lou, Lou Vega. Vega. Yeah, but Lou I didn't remember it in the moment. I'm like, "What the is happening to me?" 2007 WWE Championship for in 2007. Yeah. So John Cena was the champion for most of that year, but he got hurt towards pectoral muscle in October, and then so Vince McMahon ran like awarded the title to Randy Orton, who lost it to Triple H <laughs> that night, and I then rest my case. Triple H lost it to Randy Orton <laughs> later that night. Anyway, it, yeah. my brain was just the like, 2007 No Mercy pay per view featured three <laughs> title changes. I'm just saying. I was going to say he's going to catch you here because it was WWF at the time, but no, I'm pretty sure WWE. No, it didn't become WWF until May of 2002. WWE. WWE. That's when they, anyone yeah. That's when they got the F out. My yeah. cousin Vinny right now, except Eric is Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to be Marissa Tomei. Wow. That's a compliment. Dead on balls accurate, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a legal term, you know, legal in, term. In, in, in the industry. Yeah, yes. Industry term. So. It's anyway. a trick question. The, the, yeah. Eric got married last year. I got married. Since the last time we've done Yeah, this. so. The, uh, I do cherish, cherish you. Cherish you. Um, that is not their first dance the, song. The, no, Should it was, um, you know, I want to hold you close but never hold you back. Like the banks to a river. Mm. Um, need to breathe. <laughs> need to breathe. Um, Ashby's getting married. She's getting year. married in di- this December. December's a great month to get married. I don't know. Three months and counting. September works. Too. Yeah, September also works. So. It's not Let's too say hot. Fall. Yeah. It's not yeah. too hot. Not too not cold. Not too cold. Just need a light sweater. It's yes. That, that's <laughs> well, that's April twenty fifth. That's the perfect date. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, we're very much Goldilocks over here on our wedding dates. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just right. So. It is mm-hmm. just right. Uh, so yeah, I got married. Ashby's getting married. Uh, Kyle, what have you been up to? I'm chasing a toddler. Chasing now. a toddler. Good old Scott. We baby. had the baby and thought, you know, once she can finally sleep through the night, or once she stops doing this, it'll be a little bit easier. This is this. It's not easier. It's just a whole new set of challenges. Yes. Yeah. In a great way. Don't In a get fantastic me wrong. way. I yeah. love it. Love being a dad. It's the best thing ever. But at the same time, I'm running all the time and picking up things all the time. I've learned a lot over the last two years is that I'm much more like Danny Tanner than I ever thought I was. Yep. Where like I like the house clean, but I was never was like Danny Tanner, calm down. Let your let your family live their life. Versus now I'm like, I just picked that up. Like, fine, you go stay there for five minutes so I can clean this room, and then I'll go clean that one Just when you're done. Just wipe this surface down. <laughs> yeah. That plus a dog, like a golden retriever and a cat that leave hair everywhere yep. that you see more now because it's on all the toys that your child picks up, and you're yep. like, I don't want that in your mouth. So If you rename Grizzly Comet, you are Danny Tanner. You just need me. True. You just need... Uh, your uh, your brother in law to move in. True. And then some rando you can friend. Be, I, can, I could be you Joey. Could be my Uncle I could be Joey. Joey. I could be Joey Gladstone. I yeah. need to create an alcove yep. for you to, and you need a mannequin. Of yep. course, so of course. He had a mannequin yep. that wore matching clothes nearly every yep. episode is what Joey was. Do you mean wearing. a mannequin or do you mean like a puppet? No, the mannequin. Oh the mannequin. If oh. you go back on Full House in Joey's little alcove that literally is the size of like a bathroom yep. that somehow had a bed and all of his belongings in it, there's a mannequin there. And nearly every time that Joey comes out wearing an outfit the mannequin's wearing the same outfit. That's fantastic. You should go back and double check that. That's fantastic. I've been listening to the, uh, what is it? Is it the What's Up Tannerinos or uh, or is the Full House rewatch? It's the Tannerinos one, but I think it's, um, or How Rude Tannerinos. How Rude Tannerinos, yeah. yeah. They've been addressing that on well, every episode of how, you know, every time they'll call it out and be like, he's wearing the same thing. Did Joey wake up every day and have two outfits and have to dress the mannequin before he could do anything? I mean, so he should be able to take a, care of Michelle if he can put clothes that's on That's a level of commitment. I mean, just mm-hmm. that people don't speak to. Mm-hmm. Can I just go ahead and say that since we brought up these rewatch podcasts, mm-hmm. um, I am loving the Pod Meets World rewatch podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, this past um, July, uh, Kyle and I, along with our uh, lovely wives, went to GalaxyCon. Sat in on the Boy Meets World panel, which was fantastic, by sure. the way. Um, and because of the strike, they couldn't have fans ask questions about the show specifically. Right. Um, so, but they had people s- submit questions ahead of time, which worked fantastic, by the way. Much better than our sit-in with the wrestlers, anyway. Because um, <laughs> most of those questions were, hey, I think I saw you in Pensacola, Florida one time. Do you remember me? Do you remember me? <laughs> and then I saw you this other time. You shook my hand. Do you remember me? And because of those questions, I wasn't able to get my question in mm-hmm. uh, because, yeah, anyway. And also Brutus the Barber Brutus Beefcake. The Barber, Brutus the Barber with, Beefcake. Was <laughs> upset with WWE, and they didn't appreciate him enough until recently. And so he went on a rant. And while Eric was sitting there with a the microphone waiting to ask his question, and then uh, he went on a twenty-minute rant, and then the panel was over. And I, I had a really good question. I was going to ask, you know, which wrestlers? Like, I remember you in nineteen ninety-four. You remember me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's going to be like which wrestler do you wish you could have worked with from either back then or present day that you never got a chance to work with? And I think that's a good question. But I never that's got a good question. But we'll never know. Mm-mm. We'll never know. We'll I never mean, know. So because we're anyway, not going back to him with him. We'll anyway, the the, uh, the Boy Meets World cast was fantastic. The the mm-hmm. questions they are. Uh, that they were just so energetic, but Will Friedle, mm-hmm. okay, or is it Friedel? I think it's Friedel. I think it's. Fri- I wanted to say it was Friedel my whole life, but then I think it's actually Friedel. Friedel. Will Friedel, fantastic guy. Me and Ivy got in line to actually meet him. Um, super personable, so nice. Um, I took a picture of you together. You did, and security ran me off. You, you did, and uh, I got a picture of me shaking his hand. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And uh, so on our road trip, uh, a couple of days later, we went to Pennsylvania for a week. 
we listened to like the first eight episodes of the rewatch podcast and it's hilarious and it's so entertaining Mm -hmm. and it's so informative um things you didn't realize so i mean the the rewatch podcast you know genre is has never been stronger Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm just really loving some of these shows we loved from 30 years ago you know really making a comeback in the best ways possible i made a note because i wanted to make sure i didn't forget to talk about that but four years ago when we started we're the ones sitting around talking about shows that we love growing up versus now there's still plenty of people doing it. And we love doing it too, but there's so many great casts or members of casting way where you have pot meets world. You have, um, Tannerino's, you have two full house, there's two full house. They've they started one, but right now there's a lot of up in the airness, but some of it because of the strikes going on right now, mm-hmm. there's only so much they can say or certain people on, but right. they do have permission to still talk about their previous episodes right. and like things you know, from behind the scenes that they were just doing and living in life. Of course, Ashby's friends were ahead of the uh, curve sure. with the Teen uh, Teen Wolf rewatch. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, they were. Return the Beacon Hills. On that mm-hmm. again recently. Yes. Um, for their Patreons, uh, they brought me back on to talk about Superman and Lois season two. So I nice. did a season one recap with them, and I just did a season two recap because Tyler Hecklin from Teen Wolf is now on Superman and Lois. Now, um, will is it Will on that uh-huh. podcast? Yeah. He's He's not. Is he able to do the podcast because of? I know he's a member of the. Uh, is it yes. the Writers Guild? I don't think that they have released an episode since the okay. strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know where they stand on that. I know I've been listening to the One Tree Hill rewatch podcast for years now. They're on season five, and they did a lot of talking with the um their representatives with sag and sag astra and the wga and they came to the conclusion that there were like things they could talk about and things they couldn't talk about so they're still having active episodes um but i haven't heard from the teen wolf guys uh since then but i know obviously will's a member of the wga so Mm -hmm. he might not be doing anything because you know, even if the guest stars could talk about certain things, he can't talk about anything. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, of course, we're very supportive of the Absolutely, strike. 100%. Uh, they need to get what they deserve, yes. for sure. What um, stuff you don't think about? And not to go on a long tangent on it, but, like, because of random parts I've heard on podcasts and stuff specifically I talk about, a lot of the stuff that was put together is before streaming was such a main thing mm-hmm. where we just think about, you know, how our lives are different, where we used to go on a Friday night and rent movies from a blockbuster right. and come home versus now we have this unlimited supply that we paid one, you know, fee for a month right. and then we can watch. Or do you remember whatever. when you had to go buy your favorite season of shows on DVD? At sure. Best Buy? Yeah. <laughs> and they got a cut of that and they yeah. don't sure. get a cut, they don't of, get anything a cut of anything that mm-hmm. streams, you know, we the talk same about reason syndication. like, well, the same reason when we're, um, or the, the same way when you're listening to music, I mean, if there's arts you like, go buy their album. I know you can stream mm-hmm. their music for, um, yes. for, you know, basically nothing on Spotify, right. but they get like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction oh, of sure. a penny per stream. Right. And so if you really want to support them, buy their album. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, I was trying to remember too, because there's, man, I think it was Drake and Josh. I was listening, mm-hmm. um, where Josh is, has his own podcast, but he was on somebody else now, uh, or their podcast. And he was talking about because he was a child, then he doesn't get royalties now because like he didn't, because he was a child, you right. didn't get royalties at the time. Right. Versus there was a guest star on the show that still gets paid every time he was like on the show now. Right. He, Cause they were talking. He's like, wait a second. I was on that. You don't get royalties because I still get royalties from that show. It's preposterous. Like, it's just ridiculous. So. And, and also, there are so many, like, 
people who are in the crews. Like if we oh, take sure. the actors and the writers out of it, you, you know, still have your lighting directors. You, we I mean, live in North Carolina, which is you know Wilmington was known for decades as Hollywood of the East, mm-hmm. and so like how many great films were filmed? Places there? like I mean, Wilmington, Ninja Tur- Iron Man Three. I know what I she know did what last, last summer. Ninja uh, Turtles, all the Ni- Nicholas Sparks movies, and <laughs> then you know Asheville when you've got Forrest mm-hmm. Gump, yep. you've got um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yep. I mean. North Carolina is a film state, and so there are people in this state who make a living, not an extravagant living, just a decent living, being on the crew, being on sound, being, you know, holding mics, doing, you know, taping and stuff like that. And so the fact that they're striking because they can't make a living wage anymore doing an honest day's work. You know, when you think about the strike, you're like, oh, well, you know, Matt Damon makes millions of dollars. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's in the top one, zero, one percent. I mean, you know, it's, the strike is for everyone else. Yeah. When sure. you when you hear about movie stars, you always think of big money. But I mean, it's it's very rare. I mean, how many literally how many movie stars can you name today? I mean, maybe 50 if you try really hard. But you have so many actors who are just hustling and trying to make it like right. I said, a living wage. And it's for, like you said, it's for them. Yeah. And um, I know plenty of people, because I went to school at UNC Asheville, that ended up in film, in mm-hmm. makeup, in, you know, as production assistants and stuff. And they still work full time in the industry. And, you know, they need to be able to make a decent living. They need to be able to have insurance. Yep. And mm-hmm. so Agreed. that's what it's really about. Sure. Absolutely. So anyway, that was a long tangent on the uh, on the writer strike. T- and, that wasn't going to do a long tangent and in uh, <laughs> podcast. And it's funny because we talk about our long tangents, but I think that was actually a worthwhile worth conversation sure. to have. Yeah. Um. So I think the original question is, what are y'all up to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, so you're I would cha- just say you're that. chasing a toddler. Right. Like I said, I just would say that you go check out a lot of this because if there's a show that you love growing up, more than likely some of the actors on that show are doing a podcast about. Yes. Now. Office Ladies have been doing it. Office Ladies is fantastic. And yeah, and Brian um, Bermgard, whatever. Yeah, Kevin. He also did something. He similar. started doing his own one as well. Yeah. There's multiple people doing multiple things. I mean, so there's just I mean, a lot of great stuff. If there. you're a fan of some of these shows, there's a great outlet for you. Mm-hmm. I definitely would recommend checking them out. Absolutely. And I would also recommend, you know, I'm with with all the streaming stuff. I'm just me personally. I'm really weary of. You know, especially with HBO Max or Max now, you know, they started dropping stuff off their service and you can no longer see it. I'm really weary of things that I enjoy going away. So I'm actually advocating for us to get more physical media. I know I I sold all my DVDs like a few years ago Mm -hmm. um, and I'd like to have some of it back just just so if it does drop and we can't get access to it anymore, I have physical media of it now. Um, my brother still has nine of the ten seasons of Friends that I have, so I need to get those back from him um, because, you know, Friends is great. What's that way? Like when I think Erica got her coworker, I don't know if it was The Office or Walking Dead. I want to say it was The Office, but every, like, she got him watching it, mm-hmm. and instead of going on Netflix and watching it at the time, he just kept going to Best Buy or on Amazon and buying the box sets. Yep. Yep. Not because he was really trying to do one thing. He was just a, he grew up as a person that like, oh, you wanted to watch it, so you bought the box set. Mm-hmm. And now I wish I would have because like when it moved to Peacock or whatever, I didn't have it anymore. But there's so much stuff listening to Office Ladies now that was included on these box sets. Right. All the extra stuff, all these scenes you missed out yeah, on. Yeah, deleted scenes. You can see a lot somewhat on YouTube or wherever else now, but still there's so much more about those type of things that you almost forget about yeah. right. because you don't have it anymore or don't have it in front of you. Yeah. So, um, Ashby getting married. 
um, yeah. in just a few months. Yeah. So y'all been planning a Christmas wedding. time, New Orleans. Nice. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be great. And then I've been adjusting to married life. Yeah. Uh, here uh, on uh, Willowbrook Studios here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no funny. longer Ralph Drive Studios. Right? It's funny that you mentioned the address because, like I mentioned a while ago before we started recording, I put on some old episodes on the way, mm-hmm. and the first one I jumped way back to. I think it was like summer mixtape or summer music choices. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that wasn't that far back. As soon as we started talking, I was like, oh man, this is bad because like levels are super low. You can tell it's old. Like before we ever bought our nicer little unit that you actually record the podcast with. But then Eric made the comment. It's like, we're not even at so and whatever Ricky's address yeah, is. Jay like, we're now at 51 Ralph Drive or whatever it is um, or was. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're here now. And like, we're on the couch and we're doing this. And it's like, and I even comments like, man, you just put your address out there. He was like, I didn't say the state or the town, <laughs> Princeton. But, and then you just kept going. <laughs> then you just did it now with your new address. You well, the bad the thing is I did it when we were at Ashby's house, too, for an episode. Oh, like, yeah. oh, sorry, didn't mean to get <laughs> Here's Ashby's address <laughs> yeah. in mean, full. It's, it's fine. My bad. <laughs> it's just funny, though. It's my like, bad. So. I don't know that we would do that now, but then here you are, just telling your address. We've again. had quite a few I didn't different give them the studios. No, there, there are several <laughs> hundred houses in this division. Mm-hmm. I did not give a number. So. Oh, that's fine. We've yet to buy a uh, Howl Theater and yep. make that the studio place. One it day. is for sale. One day. I know. Eric, one day. You did sell your house at 51 was it 51? 51 Ralph, Ralph Drive. Drive. Yeah, yeah. So y'all can go visit there all you want. I don't well, know. I was going to say you could use some of that money to try to buy the Howe Theater now. A, a, a majority of that money went to paying off student loans. Some no of it went that. to the honeymoon. In this economy. And I, and I haven't actually <laughs> finished paying to. off student loans. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting to hear about student loan forgiveness before I finished paying them all off. And now, you know, womp, that womp, 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 by Howe Theater. <laughs> so, yeah, turn my debt into good things. Yeah. yeah. Somehow people do that. I don't know mm-hmm. how. Um, but yeah. Where was I going with? Oh yeah, adjusting to you mm-hmm. know living here in this area. I'm not going to name the town. We're still <laughs> on what we're up to. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and um, you know li- life's pretty good. Uh, I was uh, nationally board certified back in February. Um, that was a, so the the week I found out about that was actually the week after I got married. So I did all the work in May of 2022. So it was all submitted then mm-hmm. when we were yep. doing our last episode. You find out seven months later. I found out uh, I had just played golf at this resort. Ivy was with me in the resort. The grass was so bad. Like, it was so thick. It wasn't trimmed. I mean, I think it was because it was the off season. They're like, yeah, you, we only have nine holes, and it's you know, it's kind of bad. I'm like, I just want to play. Say I played golf in St. Lucia, right? You also and are the son of a, a full-time lawnmower man. Yes. And a man that, so, or a boy yes. that. Judging them heavily. Oh, sure. Very much judging him heavily. You're a child that worked all summer to afford a, a, Sega, Genesis. a Sega Genesis. Yeah. So. $300, 300 yards, $300. I, I got gypped. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so after six holes and, and losing six golf balls into this thick, 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 like I'd hit it and it would land somewhere and we'd go to that area and there's no telling where that ball was. But we'd find another one and like, okay, I'll play this one. Well, after six holes, we had lost all the golf balls and I was just mad. I'm like, this is the worst golf experience I ever had. So we had to wait like an hour for the show to come pick us up and take us back to our resort. And while we're sitting there, I was like, oh, wait, national board scores came out today. And I was like, I haven't gotten an email. Let me go. Let, let me go to the like, website this here. Is get better or is it worse? And How many golf clubs can I snap in half? So <laughs> three years prior, I had missed national boards by four points. Mm-hmm. I went back and redid a section, resubmitted it. And happy to say I killed it. I am now one of, I think I did the math. I think I'm one of like 92 elementary PE teachers in the state of North Carolina who is nationally board certified, nice. which is pretty awesome. So, um, 
and that's pretty much all I'm, you know, we, we've been doing some vacation. Uh, me and uh, we went to see Harry Potter in concert a year ago. Um, that was um, that was pretty cool. I mean, we that just seem like a year ago. Uh, we did Federal Comic Con. We I mean, there's just so many things we've done over the past year and a few months and mm-hmm. um we can sit here all day and talk about that if we oh, okay um so hey it's not an episode until someone until hits someone hit, yeah, hits the mic <laughs> it, it was me this time so lots of things we're up to so um but we'll move forward i mean i'm sure some of these things will come up as we have our discussion today um my computer went back to sleep ashby uh all right so the next thing on our on our list here is the announcement the mm. announcement dun, dun, dun. And you'll find out about the announcement after these words from our sponsors. <laughs> Just kidding, we don't have sponsors. Say, <laughs> if we did, they're pretty mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> so. We got zero in the off season. <sighs> Who would like to start this? We'll ask you to start this. Eric and I've been jibber-jabbering. You, you put the script, the outline together, you get to start it. So, the announcement. The announcement is... You know, we just spent some time telling you what we've been up to and why you haven't heard from us in a while. And so we thought it was important to get together to have a little, I think what I called it was a timestamp. This is a timestamp yeah, episode. Time stamp, yep. So uh, you will not be hearing from us probably for a little while as you have not heard from us in a while, but we wanted to not have just fallen off the face of the earth. We wanted to touch base with you guys and let you know that, you know, it's all good things. We haven't been podcasting together because of all good things. And we probably won't be podcasting together for a little while because of all good things. But it is goodbye for now, not goodbye forever. You know, I think we're always going to have ideas. You know, we've known each other for decades now. So we're always going to be friends. Um, and there's always going to be, you know, literally before we started recording today, we were we were talking and thinking and and bouncing ideas off of one another. So um, this episode is not the last episode by any means. No. Um, it's the last of this year, most likely. The last of this Definitely year. Definitely the last of this <laughs> year. And, you know, we're, we're talking about future stuff and we don't want to give any promise. It might be the last under this name or we might come back with, uh, you mm-hmm. know, with some variety new. of things. Um, but for you know, we we wanted to put it out there because one, we know how rumors get started. Well, why aren't they podcasting anymore? They must be mad at each other. Mm. No, no, nothing can be further from the truth. Um, you know, for the four or five people who you know who wonder about things like that, I mean, right, and the no, few of you in other countries, yes, no, we do. We by. are still um, charting in like um, I need to look in uh, at my email when I get a weekly like update of where our podcast is starting. We still have people who are listening to us. Like we're in the top 100 of a podcast in like Aruba or something. I mean, just heck yeah. So, um, so for those of you who are listening to us overseas and you just can't get enough of what the, what, well, Mm -hmm. we will be taking a, a extended, um, hiatus for sure. Um, until we can figure out, um, exactly how we would like to figure, you know, figure things out. I mean, Mm -hmm. but mainly because life is good. Kyle, you've got a toddler you're chasing around. She's almost will be two and a half soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'll be three next year. Ashby, you're planning the greatest destination wedding, and uh, you're going to be celebrating all through you know all throughout the rest of this year and then early into next year when yep. you get your Joko people around. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we're figuring out life here as well, and just it's all good stuff. I mean, there's nothing bad, nothing. Um, 
malicious between any of us. It's just time is a thief, and we don't have the time to properly put in to what we deem. I don't want to say like high quality. I mean, because I mean, but we we want to give you quality um, entertainment and quality podcast and. Hard for us to do that when, you know, this is the first time I've seen Ashby in six months. And, you know, I don't see Kyle as often as I'd like to anymore. And, you know, just because of life. And so we're figuring out ways to revamp. We're figuring out ways to make it work. Mm -hmm. Um, So as Ashby said, the announcement is this podcast in its current format is officially going to be put on the shelf. But it might not be put there forever. Eventually we'll, we'll take it off the shelf and it might look like something different. um, Or it might be something brand new. But um, this is not the last time you'll see us or hear – well, you're not seeing us mm-hmm. or hear us in a room. The next time you um, you hear from us, you might also have an option of seeing us. True. Um, depending on what we decide to do or how we're able to work things out. Through you saying all of that. Yes. In my mind, I'm trying to figure out how many reviews – I don't know if you necessarily like podcasts, but uh, listens, everything else, do we need to get in Aruba before we'll just go do a live show in Aruba? Um. Enough to pay for our plane tickets there and back, and for us to like be able to stay there for a week or so. Ask for you get on that. You're the travel person. You're the travel person. Find okay. out how you many views that would translate into dollars for us. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. I'll uh, I'll do some. I don't know. How, I'm still still not sure how we make money off a podcast. I'll I know. do some girl math. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, some, do, girl do math. some of that girl math that we're talking about earlier. All inclusive. And and you know, once you pay for it, it's free. So mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the logic lines up really well. So I just, you know, we have been reaching out to um, previous guest stars, if you will, sure. of the podcast. Um, and uh, live update from Hunter Batten. Hunter Batten, friend of the podcast. I said, hey, just so you know, we'd love to hear from you. You know, we're recording our final episode soon. And all I got back was, sorry, we're at Disney. Wow. That jerk. Wow. I feel like that's the perfect <laughs> opportunity to do more. Honestly, though, finding somebody there. And honestly, like, though, I understand it. Yeah, it's like, you're so, at, sorry, we're at Disney. Leave me alone. Like, yeah, exactly. I want to go, you know, on the. Uh, Got to ride the teacups. Yeah, the teacups <laughs> and the Dumbo and um, eventually make my way over to the Star Wars land and do about the. I say, uh, can the, we not get a, a, a quick the, the interview Millennium with Chewbacca or like Boba Fett? I can't do Chewbacca at all. <laughs> I think we should for now. We're going to yeah, do gotta, some. I got to like, start gargling water. Some fake Chewbacca TV episodes coming up soon. <laughs> Now I'm afraid to gargle water because I'm afraid I'm going to spit it everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this to be a, a Triple H podcast or anything. Waiting, yeah. I was like, what? We're all going to get shocked. <laughs> Shooting water. Yep. I wish you were on video. I wish you were seeing just see that face. You said, like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, like this is the perfect opportunity for him to send us some interviews with some characters. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't have time. I'm with my family. To be fair. Okay. To be fair. Like, he's got kids. All of them can walk. Maybe. I don't know about his youngest. To be fair, me and Kyle have been to three cons together over the past two years, and we have not gotten a single interview with anybody we've seen there or met there. I mean, so we need Ashby. Yeah. I went uh, two, three years ago. Um, and I just like I don't know you. I was it's just like, overwhelmed with all. It's the stuff. so overwhelming. Yeah. It's so overwhelming. It's like you have all these intentions, and then you get in there, and all you do is spend money. And mm. I just it didn't even occur. And then to it's me. time to go home. And then it's time <laughs> yeah. to go home. Like this year, like we Basically. we got there, and then we walked around a little bit. Went went to a panel, 
went and grabbed something to eat, then went to another panel, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to go meet Will Friedle, so I waited in line for that. Again, he had the longest line, which was explained to me. He had the longest line, not just because of Boy Meets World, but he's also the voice of uh, Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. He was in Kim Possible. He was in all this. He had such a great body of voiceover work. Yes. Whereas the other Boy Meets World people, they're just not right. for Boy Meets mm-hmm. World. And I need to listen to the Boy Meets World podcast because I, 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 you said something and I was, oh, it was because... Um, I have been listening to Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, mm-hmm. where he brings on boy band members and like interviews them. And he had a bonus episode where he interviewed Daniel Fisher because she was his like first girlfriend. Yep. And so she was talking about the rewatch podcast. And I was like, oh, I need to watch this. Um, she was delightful. Jack and Matthew Lawrence, not not Jack, Matthew Lawrence and Joey Lawrence. Yes. Uh, and they're the brother, the brother to brother. All three brothers. All, yeah. all three brothers, yeah, are doing a podcast too, which yeah. anyway. I was going to mention this at some point in the podcast, but this is the perfect time because I should be just mentioned Frosted Tips. Yes. Before we started recording, we brought up the fact that Eric's 20-year anniversary for graduating high school, maybe we were recording a little bit, but is next year. Next year. 20 years. I was listening to a previous episode we put out. I think it was mixtapes. No, it was a boy band girl group episode on my way uh, here. Yes. Eric was talking about wanting Frosted Tips. His dad wouldn't let him have it. But then he brought up this thing. And you should go back and listen to the full detail on that episode if you want to. I'm just going to do a brief synopsis. But Eric was in a language arts class, and they had to pick a song to oh, yeah. talk about a famous historical, historical event. Yes. So him, Jerry Naren, Alex Winders, and Josh Sherrod, Josh yep. the only four boys in the class, decided to do Bite, 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 where they danced out, choreographed, and sang the Bite, Bite, Bite version of Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield to Instincts Bye Bye Bye. Yes. So I'm thinking, you know, you talked about how you wish you got it on camera. It's too late now. Can't do it now. What better thing to do than at your 20th reunion, all four of you guys get back together. Yes. Get dressed up. Get you a wig. Put some frosted tips on it. Come on. InSync's reuniting. They you are that reuniting. That was my point. It's true. InSync is reunited now. Now it's up to you guys. The world's waited for them. Now they need you. Look, all, all love to those guys. I, I, I wish them absolute you know, happiness in life. I hope they're doing well. I haven't spoken to them in like 15 years. Something just resonate um, in your heart though. You don't I need think, to see I them. I think just I spoke it. with, uh, I saw Josh Sherrod like randomly one day when he was in town for something. Um, and I said hello to him. This might've been 10 years ago. Uh, Alex, I, it's been a, at least 10 years since I've seen him and I hadn't seen Jerry since mid two thousands. I mean, I hope they're doing well. Um, we got to think most of the instinct guys hadn't seen Justin Timberlake either. Cause that's he's true. Busy, that's so. true. So are you, are, are y'all calling me the Justin you Timberlake? You are the Justin Timberlake of the group. So I, I will take that for sure. Mm-hmm. I will say though, uh, as we've already discussed, back spasms, hip out of place. I can't say for sure. <laughs> I can do any Guys, of the choreography. <laughs> so, I know they're older than we are, but they're also, and they have, they have the ability to afford like personal trainers and um, they have money on the line. And I just have a video that's going to be on Facebook for all eternity. Yeah. It turns just, out we're not old. We're just poor. Yep. Or it could be on TikTok <laughs> and it can pay for all of your bills going forward. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, do s- we'll something see. Something to we'll consider s- in the we'll year see. to come. Um, and also one more thing. I just, you know, not to be rude. I, I didn't go to the ten year anniversary. I don't know which I don't know if there will be a twenty year anniversary. I hope I hope there is and I, I Look, my do. class hasn't managed to get it together either. Yeah. So like we would have had fifteen a few years ago and I, you know, we haven't had a single reunion. Yeah. We had know. a great ten year one. The the world we live in now, when Eric's yeah. ten year was coming up, they made a public Facebook group. Yes. To discuss the plans Mistake. for this. 
number one. Yes, yes. because I, I was able to watch the nightmare that went down in it, that group. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't think we're going to have a 20. <laughs> that's what happened to ours, We too. ended up having two 10-year reunions. death by committee. It was we like had... Everyone had an opinion. I would say, would you say like the more popular group having one, maybe? and then Probably like, everybody else. Like, like there was the, just a big And then deal. the outcast group or whatever, or vice versa. I'm not really sure how to describe it. But well, Even got, at 10 years, you had some people that were literally just like... I'm trying to just do the best we can for all this. And then you had some people that are still like, now I remember you from 10 years ago. I don't care what you say. I'm going to make this as hard as possible. Like, uh, old old um, rivalries really die hard and mm-hmm. like feelings yeah. still remain. So um, I don't have any issue with any people in the group, but I'm, you know. You know what could bring them back? I, bite, 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 bite. We'll bring everybody do together. Do you still have the lyrics? You sang the first line in it that is, episode. If you go back to it, it is well. The thing is, we were lazy, so we kept most of the original lyrics and then just kind of changed the ones that didn't make sense. So, okay, I'm doing this tonight. We're probably going to start a fight. I know this. I know this will be all right. Yeah, baby, come you on. You know, you said yeah, Evander, come on, Evander, come on. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, you said ain't no lie. You know, fight, I fight, fight, I, fight. I hate you endlessly. Uh, okay. when we're Fighting, fighting you and me or something. This is a masterpiece. And, and now it's time to leave. Yeah, Evander, come on. Sorry. Um, I know. What was I know? You only sang I the first line, so I don't know. You've, it ain't, ain't no, no lie. lie. Yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna knock you out that door, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Okay. Bye, bye. And then it was like, you know, don't want to be a fool for you. Just another boxer in this ring for two. Um, you may hate me, but that ain't no lie, babe. Uh, Evander, bite, bite, bite. I'm truly impressed. I want to see um, this. Hang on, let's see. What's I want to see you for doing the dance and singing, and I also want to see two actors portraying the fighting part of wow. this. Um, what's the second part of that of of that course? Um, I'd have to sing it. I don't yeah. know. So Kyle anyway. has clearly storyboarded this entire music video. He has. I'm ready for like, it. He's ready to direct it. This is his uh, mag- magnus opus. You said, whatever. you know, maybe in the coming time period to fill in some blanks till we do another episode. Maybe we could do a few things here or there on social media. We can recreate. That'd be know, a great TikTok all, all video. The, all the great middle school and high school things we did. Well, oh, if we're, we're going to re- recreate that, we got to do the um, the Usher, Little John, and Ludacris thing I did at my senior. Where you almost got, you know, couldn't walk at graduation. Yeah. Because um, I, I said a curse word during mm-hmm. the song, <laughs> and I was like, "I've never been in trouble for anything, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna try to get away with this." And well, I jumped out of a most didn't. Uh, most yeah. didn't. Ro- shout out to uh, Mr. Ross Renfro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, he, I jumped out of a van in eighth grade. I'm not doing that again. He, he rightly mm-hmm. called me into the office and had this conversation with me, and mm-hmm. and um, I'm very glad he took mercy on me mm-hmm. because that would not have been good. Um, but yeah. Um, I think that was the picture we shared, like when we were doing the throwbacks episode mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, of me, oh, it was yeah, yeah. I was wearing the Orlando Magic, which I still have that jersey. It doesn't fit anymore. It but could, it said, but it says Big E on the back. This is before WWE Big E showed up. Mm-hmm. I'm the original owner of that name. I will get my royalties one day, Big one E. One day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just such a fan of his. I don't want to sue him yet. So, yeah. um, but I yet. wore that with a backup, like a what, like a hat. hat. I think I borrowed someone's class ring for my pinky and just had a pinky ring. I mean, what I'm hearing is you still have the majority of this outfit to recreate it. I'd have to get another jersey. I'm I'm not as slim as I once was. But what's so. funny is tighter clothes on bigger guys. Chris Farley did a whole living out of that until he passed away. That's true. But, but he passed away, and I'm wondering. But you're, you're drug-free, so it's okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. R.I.P. Chris Farley. Did you know, speaking of Chris Farley, a uh, random fact I that I, I learned. I you going to say. Did you know that the CEO of Ford Motor Company... Jim Farley is Chris Farley's cousin. 
I had no idea. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't even know that was the CEO. Of yeah. Ford. I listened to a podcast the other day and they interviewed the CEO of Ford Motor Company and he was talking about all of their like lineup and what they're doing and rebranding and getting back to basics and like Le Mans and all that kind of stuff. And there was a picture of him and I was like, he looked really familiar. And literally they started out the podcast being like, let's just get the elephant out of the room. Like, you know, there's a there's a familial resemblance, you know, Chris Farley. And he's like, yeah, my cousin, like good dude, miss him every day. Wow. And I was like, what? See, I thought you were going to be like, did you know that Shrek was made for Chris Farley? I learned that, too. Yeah, where there's all this you can go back and listen to where he was reading the lines before he passed away. And then Mike Myers over. went through and re-recorded like everything like in a different accent, too. Yeah. Which they said him, it changed a whole lot of the what whole, the movie's going to be yeah. like. Anywho. Yeah, random facts. So um, let's move on to the next um, part of our script here, our outline. Each of our top three moments from podcasting together. I decided to pull a Kyle and not think about this until this exact moment. I'm going to do this right off the cuff. Same. Woo -woo. You say pull a Kyle. I wrote whole paragraphs of each of them. Oh, we're switching time. it up. I was at work, though. Wow. Like, we really have grown, haven't wow. we? <laughs> My main wow. thing was like, I haven't done this in a really long time. If I wing it, I'm going to forget everything and just be like, yeah, fun. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, what was the last one? Okay, yeah, I like that one. That was good. That was good. That so y'all are better thinkers than I am. So I was like, I need to at least look up and uh, see what we've done on this podcast. I'm, who would I'm like? To, who would like to get this party started? I'll go first since I have some ideas. Yeah, let's them. let the prepared person go first. What is that like? Um, I kind of grouped stuff together because at first I started looking at specific episodes maybe I like, but I was like, well, that's not the question. We're here to talk about f our favorite moments from podcasting together, and so I, I included some stuff together where I loved. Uh, first off, the Disney like movie bracket challenge yes. and the toy one we did as well. Yes, um, I think just the tournaments and the brackets were something fun. I know it first was can, based can, off. Can yeah. I just go ahead and say again for sure. the record, Lego got screwed in the first round. It did. According I don't, me. don't know why we had two clues here, but Lego got screwed. Um, but Barbie, you know, I think went. I mean, did she end up winning it all, or was it Hot, or Hot Wheels? Um, I don't even remember who won it all. But I know Barbie uh, made the finals. Barbie. Well, Barbie, that, that's looking like a fantastic bit with the success of the Barbie movie. Sure. Anyway. I knew what I was doing. Yes. Um, and then. Please go, move forward. But I was just <laughs> thinking about that where I know that stemmed off of us listening to other podcasts that did similar things, somewhat at least. Um, first coming from the sports world for the Disney one and just being like, well, hey, we could do this whole bracket of Disney movies and just talk about a little bit of each of it and not spend a ton of time on every one. Which is the first one we really did. Brave got robbed. It did. Still haven't seen it. I forgot what it lost to, though. Wow. Because I did watch Brave after. It lost to Ratatouille, didn't it? And see, I still might would hold Ratatouille up above Brave for is myself. That, is that correct? I don't remember. I think so. Now, I will say in the Disney movie, like we, and I blame Hunter for this, I mean, but he had his reasons, but Lion King and Aladdin should not have met in the Elite Eight. That should have been a Final Four matchup. Mm. And then... I don't still don't know how we got Aladdin over Lion King there, and, mm -hmm. I'll, and of course Aladdin won the whole thing. A whole new and um, there's a whole lot of this that plays into this fact too. I was yes. thinking about as we're talking about this right now. This was the initial part that ended up bringing Ashby to be part yeah. of our show. This was Ashby's first foray into this our podcast. She perfectly. was watching the YouTube live my that we were top recording from Jay House Studios and Ricky's house that had very poor Wi-Fi. And me and some other girl in the chat who I don't remember who it was, I remember who it was. were fighting for our lives for Brave. I think it was, and we Kelly. Were like, it was Kelly. If there was a woman right now in charge, Brave wouldn't be getting left in the dust, okay? Because mm -hmm. it's all about 
females and empowerment and the mother-daughter relationship and how important it is and her mom's a bear. And I was like, you guys need a girl voice on this Spoiler podcast. Spoiler alert, her mom's a bear? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, uh, and yeah, the rest is history. That was our first time really trying to do a live. Something big, yeah. yeah. And we realized fast that the Wi-Fi is important. Right. Uh, we didn't know, you know, first time doing this. There was a little bit of a delay, but you guys kept up with the comments We would well. lose you guys some, at least on what was broadcasting. You would hear voices. Sometimes the video wasn't there. Sometimes it was. So we learned that for future things. But we learned that, and it was also just fun. Yes. Because when you record these podcasts sometimes, especially as we're doing right now where it's not a live thing, we don't get feedback live. We'll hear some stuff from you guys later. But it's fun to interact, especially something where people are passionate about things. And so that was the fun part with that. Then we also... Um, the new day, the wrestling podcast was too. They yes. did a big toy yes. bracket that, that took that multiple was the, episodes. That was the um, inspiration for the, our, our own toy episode. And so, and we were like, we didn't necessarily want. We're not trying to steal it, but different people would say different things, like you know, on tournament wise. So that's why we decided, hey, it's getting close to Christmas time. Let's try to do this. This would be something fun to bring everybody back around together again. Yep. Um, on a side note from that, we did give away like great, awesome toy prizes that I finally, we finally got, got to. We to went her. to a wedding back in June, and we finally got to get Her daughter to got winner. married, yep. so we gave it to them finally. Um, and so, But it's just fun because at that point, you guys get to be included a little bit more. Uh, we had a lot of people that would fill out brackets, submit them online. I think that was just another great fun part where, you know, sometimes some of you may listen while you work or stuff, but don't necessarily go and comment, which is fine. But we got to see a lot of people that we didn't even realize listen to the podcast would come out and submit their brackets themselves. And they would talk about just how fun it was for them just to fill out a bracket because you hadn't thought about some of these toys or Disney movies in so long. Um, and the Disney one, it, you know, it was really tough for me because it came down to Erica and I deciding between Lion King and Aladdin. We had to call Chris Rhodes. We called Chris Rhodes. We called him live on, on the air. And we did. And to it was tough. And I didn't have a child then, which we talked about later might would have affected it because my daughter is obsessed she with loves Lion, the King. Lion King. She's a little bit moving on to Winnie the Pooh and Mother stuff now, but still, there was that tough part of it. But it was just funny. Like, there was nothing, you know, it didn't change the world by what decision we made. Yep. But Robin Williams, for me, was the reason we chose Aladdin mm -hmm. in the end. But I just think those type of things have been really fun that allowed us to do more than just two or become the three of us. I think we right? really broke some hearts when we chose Aladdin over Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Which, which was I, tough which for I, me, was too. Was that the final? I thought... Uh, or was that the, or was that the final four? I, I thought, thought it came down to Aladdin and the Lion King. It did. Aladdin and Lion King No, no, the they, they were in the same bracket. They, they were the elite so. eight. I, I believe so. I would bet because I feel positive because you wouldn't have chose Aladdin Never Beauty and the Beast and held like a tough part. You chose Lion no, King. No, I chose Aladdin Never Beauty and the Beast because I was like, well, whoever beats Lion King deserves to win this thing. I, I don't know. I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure. I just know it came down to a very heated thing where it was like you were shocked that I just didn't automatically choose, and I feel like it was Lion King because when I called Chris Rhodes, like that was another thing where it was a little bit tough. Give me a second, um, but you can keep talking. But yeah. I, I will look this up. But I'm pretty sure it was Aladdin Lion because I was so mad because Hunter put them in the same region, so they would not have met in the final. I'll, I, uh, I mean, I'll piggyback off of that yeah. with mm -hmm. my my sure. uh, one of my top memories was that because I just remember I don't remember who told me you guys were doing a podcast, but at some point someone was like, "Yeah, you know, Kyle and Eric are doing a podcast," and I was like, "Oh yeah, Kyle and the NASCAR dude." Um, mm -hmm. because yeah. I, because yeah. Eric and I were like, he was a senior when I was a freshman. So I don't really have junior. a lot of, I was a junior, junior when, when I, yes. yes. 
And I, I just don't have a lot of memories from high school of Eric because we didn't run in the same circles. Whereas, like, Kyle, we grew up in the same town. So we a few blocks from each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had childhood memories of you. But Eric, I didn't really know until high school. And then he was that guy that would walk into random classrooms and go, NASCAR! Woo! Woo! And so that's all I knew. And I was like, yeah, I'll listen. That sounds interesting. And I had really just gotten into listening to podcasts. And so I started listening and I was like, this is this is really good. They're talking about stuff from our childhood and I want to be supportive. So then I got on all the social media. And about that time, you guys were like, we're going to do this bracket. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. And so I tuned in and it was that was probably right at the beginning of COVID. So there was like nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And so I tuned in and I just remember at some point, like it devolving into me being like, you guys need to have a woman's voice on this mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> and so at some point I was like, oh, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. So I don't have the final bracket we did, but I did pull up one, someone's bracket. Lion King and Aladdin were in the same region. Hmm. It was Lion King or Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast in the final four. And then Aladdin and Toy Story. That's oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. Um, I think it was Toy Story versus Toy Story 3 on the other side of the bracket. Well, I think you're right, though. Aladdin and Lion King were the one yeah, the, that the, was the major issue. That was the major issue because I was like, you were big on Robin Williams, and I was mm-hmm. like, I respect that. But mm-hmm. this is a wholly better film you know, in all aspects. Of course, my big thing was, you know, can't go through a podcast without talking about me going to Africa twice, um, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. But I, I connected more with Lion King because of my time in Africa, mm. especially after you know going and then seeing it or whatever. Mm. So I was really passionate, like, yeah, we have to get this great film in um, over Aladdin. I love Aladdin, love the genie, love Robin Williams, but you know this is just better. And anyway, we're having the same uh, the same debate. Um, I I also had the idea, you know, on my list um, of of great moments was our tournaments Mm -hmm. um specifically the first one because it was the first one and because it introduced us to ashby which two months later led to her joining our podcast and making us so much better um and then of course the toy one we had at your house and um you know we had such great i mean i I don't want to say i was like mad because i wasn't mad like I, i i kept the you know the like the, the 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 main thing the main thing like this is mm-hmm. supposed to be entertaining but i was just wholly shocked that you know like how we you know there was three of us so we we break ties at that point didn't ricky and come there he he was there to read off the brackets oh, okay, okay. so he was there to give us the matchups mm-hmm. and um so like the very first one was lego versus clue mm-hmm. and i thought well this lego is going to make it to like the final four for sure and then then of course Which technically it probably should have. um but. and then you're like well, I, I play Clue more. I played Clue more. I don't think I played Lego as much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, come on! But you know that was you know that was just the beginning of that tournament. It's like, okay, well, anything can happen now. And then you know, it, Barbie versus Power Rangers. And of course, you picked Barbie, and I was like, oh, you killed my heart. But then it was Barbie versus Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And I killed your heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, um, but I think Barbie was a fantastic pick to win it all. Um, I think it was Barbies and Hot Wheels yeah. uh, in which the finals, makes and which makes sense. They're, they're classic toys. Um, I want to say the New Day came up with the Ninja Turtles toys for their winner, and I'm like, well, they didn't mm. have a woman on their panel, so. Well, like, I think part of it, too, the reason I, I chose that, and part of it being Ashby coming on, is that bringing in, if you go back and listen to some of our older episodes, there's not a whole lot of, like, disagreement amongst us. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just us just talking, especially Eric and I were just, let's recap this stuff, versus Ashby did bring a different perspective on that, and then it just allowed us, once she finally came on as well and became a full member, I feel like we all loosened up a little bit to the point of 
Well, no, it's okay. We can just disagree on certain things. We'll just talk however we want to about disagreeing. I think it makes it more fun. Every well, it does. One of us is like, you take that back right now. Yeah. Well, that's the same reason. Like, I want to say I really chose Clue over Legos, just because I'm that guy too. If it like, say at Christmas, if you do Dirty Santa or White Christmas, whatever you call it, where you have you can pick this gift and unwrap it, and like, or you can steal from somebody else, mm-hmm. or you can pick a new gift. And I'm always like, please steal. Yeah. Because yeah, it makes it so much more like fun. we're excited about this. We each brought our own thing. It's gonna be over in like three minutes if everybody's just like, I'll just take the next present. And versus like, let me take this. Of course, I really wanted that. You know my history. Like, I feel like my gift always gets stolen by the same person. It too. does. <laughs> but that's part of it for me. But is that's, just like, it's also you know just it makes it fun. I mean, it makes it's better it to throw it in and have you know it's not controversy in a bad way. It's just oh well, let's see where this goes now. Like, and it opens it up. And I think it's more interesting yeah. to be a part of to listen to. Um, and so I think with Ashby coming on, that did open up a lot for us too there. And I think we've been better for it since then. Okay. So we all have the first moment on all of our big boards was tournaments and. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So Kyle, back to you, you for number two. Yep. Um, <laughs> another favorite part of mine is just all the music type things we did. Um, I think each of us comes from a pretty strong background in where the other music, either playing it or just really being a part of our lives. Um, and so we hit on a couple of really big things like movie soundtracks, what mm-hmm. our favorite movie soundtracks were, uh, some of our favorite summer hits, um, different mixtapes, including like breakup mixtapes or a mixtape. If I was going to make one and give it to you for like, Valentine's as a Day, yeah. What songs did we pick? And I think it really opened up a lot for us to each talk about because we each come from a wide variety of music that we all liked growing up. Um, but we each, if you know, depending on the situation and circumstance, if I'm really going to try to make something for you to like, what am I going to put there? You know, and just how each of us comes up with our different lists or different songs, you know. So on, on that big. note, um, and this is completely random, but uh, about a week or two ago, I saw a tweet that said, you know, if you, you know, if you had to put together a 20 song playlist, you can only feature each artist one time. Um, so one song per artist, what would your playlist look like? And you can order it ever how you can put it in order of likability, or if you want to craft your own like little story or whatever, what, you know, what would your 20 songs be? And I've been working on mine, like, because it's, it's hard. Like, sure. Okay, how do you narrow down 37 years of music, plus more, because you listen to stuff that was, you know, on before you were born. Plus right. only one song And plus it's only one per artist, and then this is, these are the only 20 songs you can listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so I've I, I almost got my list, but I want to go ahead and put that forward to you guys. Like, that's a good, like, little thought exercise mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks if y'all want to just – Drop that down, and then we can all share them, and then maybe we can share them on our Instagram. Sure, because um, it'll still be active. Um, on the well, something, what? if we do that, I really want to do something. We would always say on a lot of these music episodes is, "Hey, we'll go make a Spotify playlist so you can listen to," and then we never do. Uh, so d- d- I just uh, actually agree to disagree there because I, 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 I definitely created all the playlists and every single time. I believe every okay. single time. I felt maybe like not every, maybe not every single time, but I know I did it multiple times because I have them still saved on my Spotify. Okay. Yeah, I failed I on my side. Made one. Well, I know y'all listen to the Spotify ones, and I always just have Apple Music, and right. so I did make it one uh, time on Apple Music. But yeah. if we do that, we can at least I'll go to that route and make yeah. it, and so I we can made share. A, it. What the what? 90s mixtape of all of our 90s songs mm-hmm. for so, yeah. Spotify. I know I've got What What Love songs. Uh, I've got Guilty Pleasure songs, mm-hmm. um, which was mostly me you know, listening to Miley Cyrus and Carly Rae Jepsen. And I got the What the What mixtape where we all chose songs for a mixtape. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just we me being playlists. wrong. Just you being but wrong. Yeah. It, it happens. Me being wrong. Okay. It happens. So. You know, some controversy. Cool. Um, <laughs> Ashby, do you have a, uh, a second moment from our time podcasting that 
you know, just one of your favorites? I would say when we did Carpool Karaoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was delightful. Um, Erica was terrified. Yes. We made her ride along. And it got insane, but it was so much fun. Um, we did it twice, too. We, we did it twice. One, once for Hamilton. Yes, once mm-hmm. just for Hamilton. And then once for just, and then sing just like songs in the car. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. And I, for someone who doesn't, like, I'm, I don't know who hurt me when I was younger, but I'm convinced I can't sing. Um, and so but you it, can. But it you was can. fun. But you guys told me I could, so I believed you, and I did it anyway, mm-hmm. even though I was really nervous about it. And it was a lot of fun. And I didn't really care whether I could sing or not. It was just a good time. Well, that's what it's about. Yeah. First off, you can't. So we're not saying this. But <laughs> there's there's that part of like loving something so you build it at the top of your lungs. No matter if you're in key or not. Correct. Like, it's just as much important as if you sing it perfectly. Right. So um, for my second moment, because we all shared our first moment, um, I, I love the carpool karaoke stuff. And I was actually reflecting on it recently. Um, the first time we recorded car- car- uh, carpool karaoke, was on Ivy's birthday, so this was a uh, about six months before I had met her, and so didn't know her. But we were recording on September twelfth hmm. that day, and we were driving around uh, all the stuff. So I just thought that was a nice little like when I was going through like history or whatever. I was like, oh wow, we did this on your birthday. But um, I'm gonna just take it re- way back. I remember back in I think it was January of 2019, and me and Kyle have been talked. We talked about doing a podcast hmm. forever at that point. Like we we just I think we. We talked about it for years, at least, yeah. Because we had tried like two years ago, like we were gonna do. We did a podcast with some of, with the legit guys, and I think the topic, like the topic, was um standing for the national flag or something. You know, like not Which kneeling. If you listen to us, not since kneeling. Then it's very much a different. And um, so like, and so you had really charged conversation. Like I'm trying to play middleman. You got guys who are really, you know, and then other guys and Kyle's like trying to be nice as well. And and we just kind of like, you know, we don't ever want to do that kind of no. podcast ever again because. That's just that's not fun for us, and it's just gonna whatever. So I have enough anxiety in my life without having to like yeah. record podcasts on anxiety. So we um not to say things aren't important. That was back say, in that was back that in 2016 when things were still really charged up, and you know, but uh, we'd still talked about we wanted to do an entertainment type podcast. We wanted to do uh, movies and TV shows, and we'd wrote down all these great ideas. And I think one day I just I looked at Kyle like we were hanging out at Ricky's house or something, and I was like. We have six months. If we if we don't do this within six months, we'll never do it. And so that was that gave us a timeline. So from that moment, he's looking at equipment. I'm looking at editing. I'm trying to figure out what is you know what to do here and here. And then it finally came together, and we finally okay, we're going to record a podcast um, about Toy Story, and which is still horrible. It, it, it's a horrible episode, but. All things, but we did it. But we we did it, and I, I felt this sense of accomplishment in that moment, where okay, no matter what happens, we just did something that we've dreamed about doing for years. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it was bad, and yes, there's lots of room for improvement. Um, but all things, you know, I tell my students this all, all the time: you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you don't magically wake up and you can shoot a three point basketball. You have to you have to your body has to grow. You have to learn technique. Um, and the same thing with the podcast. And so that first episode, as bad as it was, and then not to mention the second episode we ever recorded, mm-hmm. which was the Boy Meets World episode, not the one that you can hear on no. Spotify and Apple. Boy Meets and World got forever we gone. deleted that bad boy and started over mm-hmm. because it was so bad 
and it was so boring. And um, but just I think back to those times now, and I'm like, okay, we did something special. Um, you know, we did something that you know I know everyone says they have a podcast nowadays, but we actually went out and did something, mm-hmm. and um, and it allowed us to. Well, one, it, it allowed us to grow a deeper friendship with you, mm-hmm. um, and that's very valuable to me. Um, so we started in June 2019. You came on board officially in May of 2020, so almost a year later. Um, we were pumping out episodes once a week. We were enjoying ourselves. We were really, you know, we were finding out, you know, how – hard and how easy you know the process was because there's mixtures of both honestly also like guys still how how were we doing an episode a week i mean i know it was i don't know how we did that especially it wasn't multiple episodes at a time it was no every week we We did it every single single week week. but i will (laughs) so i brought this up before we went on the air before we started recording um when covid hit depression hit me pretty hard Mm. i mean i was i was down and i was really down i mean to the point like kyle made a stop on his way home one day like hey are you alive Mm. like yeah i mean i'm just i was really bad um recording this podcast gave me i don't want to say purpose because i already always had purpose but it gave me something to look forward to it gave me a reason to forget about all the stuff that i was depressed about and all the stuff i was sad about and, um, yeah, we were doing once a week for a year, you know, that whole year or whatever, but I wouldn't trade that once a week. Now, once we got back into the swing of things, you know, I don't want to say post COVID because I know COVID still around, but you know, post, you know, um, what's the word quarantine, mm-hmm. um, like I understood, yeah, we can't do once a week, but in that time, if nothing else that this podcast gave me something mm. that I could hold on to. So anyway, Going, you know, just to kind of piggyback off that, the first episode and, and what it led to um, was is my favorite moment because no, the first episode wasn't good, but we did it. We cultivated great friendships. It gave me a reason to forget about my depression, um, and it just it led to all the other great moments mm-hmm. ahead. So that would be my second. Well, it's funny because that was what my third one was. I said nice. Third one is titled "Take the Leap and Actually Doing It," yep. um, and I think. You know, my whole life, for most of I'm a big planner, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of the planning part of things, where it's all these ideas, and you're brainstorming, and you're figuring things out, and you're looking at equipment, and like, what would make this good? Okay, but what's actually affordable? But like, what can we do to make this actually work? And, you know, what would the episode be? And what would this look like? And I'm, I'm a person that could think, you know, 20 years down the line of how big things could really be, and how can we make that happen from right here? And it's Eric's like, well, no, we just need to do it. And I'm like, well, that's cool, but we need to have this, and it'd be cool if we recorded it and videoed it and did this. Yeah, but we need to do it. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool, but like, what? Did, you know? And finally, Eric putting that timeline on it meant, okay, well, some of these things aren't going to happen, but some of this, like, you're going to plan this, and it's never going to be perfect, but you just need to do it. And the fact that we finally sat down in a room, you know, hooked up to this giant old soundboard we used to have. That worked half the time, half the time it didn't. Certain <laughs> channels didn't work half the Way time. We had to buy a new cord for for it. And I mean, there was a time period I was buying a new cord every week because I was like, well, the one I bought last week didn't work for what we actually needed, and I thought it would. So now we're buying this. You put it in your big box of cords. And then thankfully we were, at Ricky's, one. we were at Ricky's house, and like he had a bunch of old like studio or DJ equipment that were like, Ricky, we need this, and it's not working. Well, hold on, I think I got something in the barn, and he would come back out and make something work. <laughs> um, I think some of the things we still have technically are Ricky's that are making our new more modern stuff actually still worked. But, Mm -hmm. um, I did that. I made the note about Tal toy story and it was horrible, but we did it. 
Um, and I also like made a note and said, as Mr. Frizzle would say, we took chances, we made mistakes, and we got messy. But we ended up with doing something we loved. Like, and not to say our podcasts now are perfect, but you can go back and listen to something like I said. The even quality is here. drastically different. It's better, both yeah. in sound quality, both in content quality. I still say the word like way too much unintentionally, but it still happens. But nah. we also even the tangents at least are something you halfway want to listen to versus before, because you mentioned that Boy Meets World episode. It was horrible. I remember sitting there as we doing. I'm going. It, I'm like, doing a horrible. season by season recap. Eric was like, "Let's do Boy Meets World." And I was like, "Okay, cool. What are we going to talk about?" Just like, and I had notes that were like. Again, like too many times, but I had notes that were just talking about how I enjoy Boomy's World or certain things about Boomy's World. We get going, and Eric's like, all right, season one, episode one, this. Episode two, this. And we went about halfway, about once we got like the season three. I didn't do every episode, but I I hit on. You committed to the deep dive. I committed to, I mean, it was too deep of a dive. You literally could have just gone to Wikipedia and read. We we did a too deep dive. The submarine sirens (laughs) going off. Like, you could have run R.I.P. the Titanic or uh, people, but we, we were lower than they were, uh, you know, in that deep dive. You could have bought the box set and watched the entire series you faster, were in the better than we did. Trench of deep yeah, dives. yes, it was rough, and th- that was a lesson for me. It was like okay, so and e- not to put it all on Eric, no, no, my no, things weren't either. I was just pull like back, okay, pull back. yeah. So like we, we we had to learn very early on. Okay, there's a deep dive, and then there's too deep of a dive, but also there's a tangent, and there's a 20 minute tangent right. and we got to learn how to curtail both of these things right. that we you know to make it because it's not yes it's something more enjoyable but we're also putting out a product we're also putting out content and and we need to make I don't even want to listen to us recording it why do I expect anybody else to actually yes. with their free time with like halfway it? through I'm like I'm bored of myself talking I'm like okay we, we gotta we gotta do this again <laughs> we gotta try this again somehow and I'll so. say too you were talking about the depression point like we all have gone through different things throughout the couple of years but I remember it was also, there was a time before Ashby came on that I think in the back of our minds, we probably were going to be ending it soon mm-hmm. just because we were coming and it was becoming a labor at that point. It was yep. a chore we had to do. Like we would enjoy it. It was fun and we yeah, liked show it. Show up every week. But it was just something yeah. that we were just showing up to and Eric might be having an attitude one week. And we were so involved with so many other things oh, outside we were of the podcast. In everything. That we were also we were also mood. doing like the first eleven or so weeks of COVID, mm-hmm. we were doing a three song like sing along or, or a play a mm-hmm. little mini concert or So we work, were together worship. every week. At um, least four to five days four out to five of the week. days a week. I mean just there were so many conversations with Ricky where it was like, Eric's upset this week. Not the pressure wise, right. Eric's just mad and he's we weren't in a friendship part yet where we really could just talk about it in an open way. Right. Or Eric just didn't want to talk about it. Or I would just be in a mood and not want to. But then Ashby came along, and it really put like a you big... You put us on our best behavior, Ashby. You did. We had to behave because there was a woman involved. In no. <laughs> but Get I, over yourselves. <laughs> it just... Because I, I remember sometimes with Ashby where she was like, was Eric okay? Because I feel like he was a little <laughs> mad this week. You know, are we recording this week? Because he kind of said this. And this isn't like during like Eric was depressed. It was just... You were upset, I mean, or I just, just was in a like, funk where I just didn't even feel like it was COVID. So like everything was weird vibes. Really, yeah. The world was weird vibes, mm-hmm. and so like every once in a while, like that first one I came into, you guys were like on your best behavior because you were like guest star, sure. girl. Yeah. Haven't seen her in a while. Don't want her to think we're weird or crazy or whatever. Right. Like be be polite, and so that one went really well. And then when it was like really 
uh, obvious to all three of us that we had like something and that I was going to be coming around more often. Like I just never left. That was the joke. Mm. Like I just showed up and then refused to leave. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> then because the world was just weird there would just be weeks where like one of us was off and mm -hmm. so like every once in a while i would be like is, i would do that girl thing where i'm like is eric mad at me mm. you know and kyle would be like nope it's just eric it's just fine eric. and i was like okay and i'd have a conversation <laughs> with ricky though and again i'm not like bashing eric and all because we all would just have different emotions well, let, and stuff. let me have it i'm in a better yeah. place in 2023 <laughs> let me hear uh, it <laughs> but we'd come in and i would just be like if he's gonna be mad today I'm going to be mad right there with him. Because if he's going to want to just sit there and talk about and have an attitude, I'm going to have an attitude right back. <laughs> and if we're going to record it, it's just going to happen. And I was like, he's going to have to put it out because he wanted to record it. And he wanted wow. to have the attitude. Wow. Or it'd be like, or, man, I'm just tired. I worked today. Right. I don't know. Right. I say all this. I didn't have a child yet. Like, I was just like, I worked today and I'm coming home. And right. maybe if I seem a little bit about something, Eric will be like, I don't really feel like it either. Let's just not do it today. Well, let's write over your schedule or do something, you know. And there were just times where we were just getting to that point where it was really repetitive, where we were getting the same, like, these are the topics. These are the exact things we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. This is how we're going to do it. And we weren't expanding. We weren't being creative anymore to a, an extent. Not to say it was like horrible right. episodes, but it was just that point where you've done something, you're getting a little burnout on it because of the world of just everything the way it was at the time. And then Ashby came along, and then she brought her spin into things, too, that brings back that creativeness, that aliveness to be like, yes, we started this for a reason. We were happy doing this. Let's keep going, and let's right. push at this. Um, and for me, just all of that, all of us working together, like you say, just doing something. Because for a long time, you know, it's easy to say, hey, let's do this, or like, come up with ideas and write giant lists. But easy to say step. it, but then taking the step is, you know, yeah. taking the leap is right. really hard. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I'll, and I'll go ahead and just before we move on, um, I, and I've said this to Ivy before. I was like, I don't know how Kyle did everything he did, you know, 2019, to, you know, having been married and stuff. Um like I just don't, I don't know. I mean, I said God bless him and Erica. They have a great relationship. But I just I saw, I think feel like I saw Kyle more than Erica did most weeks. And having been married now, I realize like like in in my head, I felt bad because I'm like I'm taking him away from his wife. You know, looking back mm -hmm. on, it, I took him away from his wife, and um and that that probably had something to do with it. Was you know not that we were seeing each other all the time, but but, but because you were being pulled and I was very like, okay, I have nothing else going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm demanding we record this episode or I'm demanding we do this or we do this. And all of a sudden, and you're just so nice. You can't say no sometimes. And well, I'll say to you, Kevin, Erica and I's relationship started a long time ago and I was playing in a band when we started. And so for a lot of our relationship, she was used to me being gone a lot, just either. Well, first eight months we lived in, she lived in Charlotte and I lived here. So it wasn't, where we saw each other all the time anyway. But over the times where we did live closer to each other, I played in so many bands over the years that there would be at least one to two nights out of the week. I'm not going to be home until late. The weekends is when we played a lot of shows, so I may or may not be home this weekend. you know. And I'm blessed to have a wife that loved me through that and knew that from the get-go that was never like, well, I guess that's more important than I am. Like, you know, Thankfully, she's never held that over my head or been that way. I also at least have been knowledgeable of that to be like, she, you know, I'm not going to say necessarily allows me to go, but she doesn't hold that against me or try to give me guilt trips for doing things. Right. And so I know not everybody's like that and everybody doesn't have that. So I've, 
when times I di- wasn't with everybody else, I tried to make sure I was the better, like doing a better job as a husband to be around there too and not just crashing all the times I was at home. But it is, it's weird now that you yeah. say that. Well, um, it's something I can appreciate a lot more now, you know, having learned, having seen the other side of that now. And like, just again, like I, I just don't know how Kyle did it all. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful in the sense that, you know, he spent time with us, but I'm also, I feel bad because I'm the one who always, you know, you, you did a lot to include me in your life, you know, beyond what you should have done. So, well, I know this whole episode isn't about Kyle and Eric yes. and Ashley, emotional things. Ashley, let's get I, on the couch. Let me, let's hash this yeah. out. Let's go Are we going to cry? Right Are we going to cry together? I love, I love crying. <laughs> I just will say this though, because I did mention it while we were like kind of talking about possible future things earlier is, mm-hmm. Up until like having a child, and even the first year of having a child, my schedule was go, go, go all the time. Mm-hmm. I've always been a person that was out with friends, out doing things. I was never a person that sat at home and watched a lot of TV, Like especially as I got older when I was younger, I watched a lot of TV. But it's been rough for me more lately where I'm, I don't have those things because I was so involved at the church we were at at the time, mm-hmm. um, and I don't necessarily like that's not a bad thing that I don't, I'm not overly involved in so many things now, but I have realized too, like I'm getting older and I think that gets in your head sometimes because you can be as old as you are at no matter what age and still do awesome things. But there's been a lot in my life where I'm not creating music anymore. Like I used to do. I haven't done anything creative in a while. And I also, for part of me too, is growing up, I was into music and I was into cars and the more I got older, I realized it was a lot of that was just the creativity side of both. Like music and creating something. Cars are the same. I enjoy cars in general, but it was always like about working on and creating and customizing, making it your own. And that was my outlet for like art or creativity. Well, I don't do that now because funds and other stuff, which is more important by all means, that's a luxury item. But without having this, I haven't had that creativity to go out. And it's part of it's the forcefulness of get up and do it. Like we're talking about doing the podcast, just Mm -hmm. try it and put your foot out there and do something. But I have realized that a lot lately is, you know, and that's no more fault of anybody, just my own of just the things that I was so used to constantly be involved in and being creative in weren't happening. So I just was sitting at home and not doing anything. There's that's not to say I don't have the tools available at my fingertips to do tons of creative things. But that motivation to get up and do it has just not been there. And instead, it was just replaced with, you're getting older and you know, your daughter's going to look at you one day and it's like, you sat at a desk for however many years. And it's like, mm-hmm. where you allow yourself to get in your mind about that. And I don't most days. I don't want that to come off as like, I'm not in a bad spot at all. I'm very thankful for the job I have, thankful for my family and health and everything else. Like, I love my wife and my daughter. Um, I just do think there's that creativity outlet that has been missed. So all of a sudden today I got like super excited as we were coming into this just to get back together and to do things because it does, I think for certain people like myself, it takes being around others to really get you that extra step sometimes where I can plan all sorts of things, but I really need that extra people around me supporting that same idea to, or at least generalized thing for me to be like, you know what, let's take this leap. Let's do it. You know, I need that extra push sometimes. Um, and so that's way off from like some of these topics, but that's just where I've been at now versus what you're talking about years ago. So I've so you're calling me a pusher? No, I'm saying <laughs> all those times you felt bad because I was off doing things all the time was actually something you know I just really enjoyed. It was the next step of what was before in my life where I was constantly doing other things. So um, I do think there's very much value in spending time 
with your wife and with your daughter and with family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think there's also value in still, you know, don't shut off into, oh, man, I'm an adult now. I can't do these things anymore. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. By, by the way, that was a Mean Girls reference I just made. Yeah. You're a pusher. <laughs> mm-hmm. No buses around here. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I think that it's helped me in the last few years to think of life in terms of seasons, mm-hmm. that everything has a season and seasons come and go and sometimes you can let a season go and maybe it'll come back around mm-hmm. and maybe it won't and that's okay. You know, I think about the things a few years ago that I was really passionate about or even like back in high school, college, grad school, you know, the hobbies that I've moved through as I've aged, some of the hobbies I've come back around to and, you know, going into COVID and this podcast, I was in the season of like really centering my personality and my career, like being a career woman. And I still really, really love my job, but now I'm coming out of that into a season where I'm going to have a husband and I'm a dog mom and there are, you know, a lot of different things, good things going on in my life. And so it helps to frame it that way Mm -hmm. in my mind because it's not like I'm letting go of something, you know, that I'll never get back. It's just like this, I'm entering a new season and that's okay. And Mm -hmm. it looks different. And um, I think that's what's made it really easy for me to be flexible when we talk about the podcast because Mm -hmm. I can just be like that was a season that we had where we were recording every single week and like how did we do that but we did because in in the season of our lives it's what we needed it's what we could do and maybe someday we come back around to a, a different season have either of you seen the good place no. Okay, first of all, it's on Netflix. It's worth okay. watching. It's okay. the Kristen it, Bell one. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. it's fantastic. There's a quote. I'm, I'm, you know, This is in the very last episode, but I think it's – is the word apropos? Is that the word I'm looking for here? Apropos. Apropos. There we go. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew what it looked like in word form. I didn't know how it sounded anyway. While we're saying um, that, I will say with Ashley being on the podcast, I've learned a lot of we, larger we've, vocabulary. We've learned some words, yeah. Um, Chef's kiss. I'm quite loquacious. Yes. yes. So it says <laughs> – Add that one to the list. <laughs> Picture a wave in the ocean. You can see it, measure it, its height, the way it's the, the sunlight refracts when it passes through, and it's there. And you can see it. You know what it is. It's a wave. But then it crashes into the shore, and it's gone. The water's still there. The wave was just a different way for the water to be for a little while. You know, it's one conception of death for Buddhists. The wave returns to the ocean where it came from and where it's supposed to be. And I think of that, you know, with what our podcast is. We're like that wave. You know, we're there, and then we're, we're crashing into the ocean, and now we're going. But it's still there. It's just mm-hmm. it's, it's the water, and it will come back, you know, in a different way. Um, yeah. uh, you know, you know, just the – so, sorry, this, I didn't mean to kind of get us me emotional. Here. Yes. Perfectly <clears> – <throat> this leads me perfectly into my – I swear to God I'm not crying. I just – my eye itches. Um, it's because the fan's not on. She's saying this, that because you can't see her. She's crying. This, She's I'm, not crying. Right. I'm She's not crying. She's falling crying. right You're now. crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. Um, this leads me perfectly into my third moment, which is a little bit more abstract. It's not like an actual moment in time. But one of my favorite things about this podcast has been the conversations that we've had mm-hmm. – not on air. Sure. Um, not that we're totally different versions of ourselves when we're not recording, of course. But the three of us, you know, before, you know, we record while we're setting up and after we record while we're breaking down and 
the times that we would go to Eric's and have dinner together before we would record, like the, the conversations that the three of us got to have were so necessary, I think, at the time to to us getting to know one another, like to me, me getting to know you guys and you getting to know me as adults, which we, we hadn't done, you know, we hadn't really seen each other since high school. And mm-hmm. so some of those were just really, really good times, really fun nights and really like deep conversations. And that sometimes that was what I look forward to the most, you know, because like Eric said, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily in a, in a depressive state, but COVID was weird. And I, my brother moved out. I was living alone for the first time really in my life. I'd always had roommates. And so sometimes it was just like, I get to see another person today Mm -hmm. and like talk to them face to face and like have actual conversations that aren't like work emails, you know? And I really look forward to that. And so that, that has been, I think, my greatest joy with the podcast is just like getting to talk about life with you guys. Mm-hmm. Cause you guys miss out on a lot of stuff like that, which me- we wouldn't necessarily record, but it's the same way where you remember the Hamilton, you know, we watched Hamilton on Disney sure. plus oh, the day it came God. out, the night it came out. I mean, that was July speaking 3rd, of 2020. I mean, speaking of crying, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it because people had already been talking online about, how like moving it was and I am a crier when it comes to TV shows and movies like Mm. sometimes it can be hard for me to like emote in real life but fictional things like it's always really easy for me to like get into that headspace and so and I'm also not a pretty crier which is why I went and saw Avengers Endgame by myself by myself I refused to go with someone I knew because I knew I was going to sob hysterically and we got through that entire production on disney plus in my living room we got through like a whole meal of like takeout chinese or sushi sushi iwa yep and pad thai i think and the literal last 30 seconds of that play broke me Mm -hmm. and i burst into tears in front of the two of you and erica and once again poor erica is probably like what have I gotten myself into? No. <laughs> Erica's married to like, me. So she's used to I was like, it's fine. Just don't look at me. Don't so, look. Like, <laughs> I canceled a first date with someone to watch, to go hang out with you guys that night. That's how much. But I, not Ivy. So it's no, fine. it wasn't Ivy. Yeah. No, no. This was another one that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> I just can't help but think, not to cut you off, but we know Ashby's reaction to Avengers Endgame. We also know Ricky's well, reaction. His reaction to Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay, so we're watching it in Wilson, I believe. <laughs> and the movie, you know, the, you know, every, you know, Thanos watching upon, you know, the sun setting on a, on a grateful universe, whatever, and the movie ends. And you got all these kids who are, like, crying. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. And Ricky's in like, well, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta wait a whole other year to see what happens. <laughs> so that's why I wish in my head you got Ashby and Eric sitting, or like Ricky was sitting beside each other, and Ashby just bawling. This bawling. didn't happen, but just in my mind. Bawling and Ricky looking over, like, what's she crying about? <laughs> that sucks. Like, That's terrible. It sucked, but it won't that bad. You ain't got to cry about it. I'm like, <laughs> I can just see in my head, and I'm just oblivious to like what's happening oh, with that. Ricky's part. one of a kind. Yeah, we love him. I mean that yes. in the best ways, but like, like we're looking at. I had to tell like one kid who was sitting. Right. Like we had a couple kids who were sitting beside us, and Ricky's like, "That's like, I'd like don't worry, Spider Man will come back. I promise you. It's <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll see you next year here, and mm. I think we watched it in Spider But I mean, that kid's sitting there waiting. He said he was coming back. Yeah. Well, let's jump into the next, unless you guys. Oh, Eric, you go ahead. Well, y'all got your three. Sorry, I mean, uh, your oh, your second right. ran Sorry, into I my thought, three. I thought it was me crying. Yes. 
Sorry. So, no, I was just bringing up the good times and all that. It's one of the good times. Remember this? Remember mm-hmm. when? Uh, not like the Alan Jackson song. Mm-hmm. Not that kind of remember when. But anyway, um, so my, my final um, moment, and I, this mine, again, is more abstract. Right. Um, I think it's just the connection with people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my connection with you guys, of course, um, and I've, brought, I've talked about how much I, I love you both dearly and um, how much I've enjoyed what we do, even if I do seem a little grumps sometimes. <laughs> um, we just hide it better. But the connection with, like, and we'll talk about some of these people, like, you know, but like Chris Road, mm-hmm. who I haven't spoken to until, you know, since we were lifeguarding together, um, and he comes back into our lives through this podcast. Um, the, you know, Chad Casey coming on for two episodes, um, when we were doing our nineties season, um, talking about friends, doing the movie draft, mm-hmm. um, you had Hunter come around. Yeah. Hunter, he way. did an, he did an episode, um, a couple of episodes. He did guardians, guardians too. Yep. And he did, um, uh, th- did he do the first guardians movie? I know he submitted a script for the episode one of star Wars, mm-hmm. um, that Ashby, <laughs> Would just read his thoughts, you know, in yes, printed form, basically, which basically. was fantastic. Um, but reconnecting with Hunter, um, just reconnecting with all these people. Um, Bobby Lee Perry came on. Uh, he was technically our well, Ricky was our first guest technically, but Bobby came on and did Fast and Furious with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, reconnecting with all these people, but then also reading some of the reviews on like Apple, like those first few weeks, because the reviews were coming in, they were all five stars, positive vibes only, everybody. Um, Nope. He's knocking over Five his... stars only. Five stars only. Nice. So <laughs> I just knocked down my strong, powerful women Funko Pops to grab that. <laughs> so grab a sticker that none of you at home yeah. could see. Um, yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but so being able to reconnect with some of these people or to connect with people on a deeper level, but also the creativity that flowed from some of that as well. So like yeah. with Hunter, he put together our brackets for mm-hmm. the, the toy bracket and the Disney bracket. Um, we, when we were able to do the drafts, like we would, you know, the Halloween movie cinema draft or whatever, where you, you get six Halloween movies in your multiplex and having people comment what theirs were, yeah. um, or the nineties movie draft or, um, I'm big on drafting and I'm big on tournaments and stuff. Cause I think those are really high concept episodes that allow people to kind of play along. So when we did stuff like that and then seeing the responses from people, um, I'm not going to sit here and say like, yeah, we changed the world with our podcast. I don't think that, I don't think that's accurate in a sense. We're starting in Aruba and we're working <laughs> but, yeah. but we gave people, you know, if you, if you listen to us, um, and you interacted with us on Facebook, Instagram or the, you know, Twitter, if people did, you know, did that, I don't think we had a lot of interaction with people on Twitter, but some, um, but any kind of interaction allows you just kind of forget about what's going on in the world. And let's talk about the fun things from our childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, forget about what, you know, we have this global pandemic and let's talk about, let's talk about Brave versus Ratatouille mm-hmm. or Aladdin versus the Lion King. Um, forget about the fact that, you know, it's Christmas time and you might not have anybody and that's really sad. But here are, the, here are these idiots on Facebook talking about why Clue is better than Legos. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, just mm-hmm. giving... I, like I said, I, it's not a grand s- scale of things, but I just like the fact that we were able to interact with people mm-hmm. and to give them something that wasn't as important as life is, but it was fun to talk about regardless. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. That's my high, that's my abstract. Yeah. Anyway, Cal, move us on, please. Well, the other thing we wanted to talk about, uh, and maybe this won't go as long. I mean, we tend to go long-winded, but hey, hey, it's it's our last time for a while. You hadn't heard from from us in that's a right. year and a half. You yep. can you, you can, can split this episode up. You can you handle to. this episode being Three this long. I promise. Later. You also missed out on like <laughs> two hours of us already talking and catching up. Like before literally, we, we got the, they got to my house at ten, and we didn't start until like recording until like eleven forty-five. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. um, but. We said it's just what happens going forward. There's, you know, what are three pop culture related things we're looking forward to going into the future. So we may not be doing episodes on these things as they come up, but what are some things that are on the horizon that we're excited to see or be a part of? It's a fantastic question. I Great job, Ash. made this outline. And so mm. the three is my rule and I'm going to break it. <laughs> you have okay. more than three or less I have than more three. than three. Okay, that's fine. But it's going to be like... I can let you borrow one of mine. I we're going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm clipping through, okay? So like um, Haunting in Venice just came out, which is the third movie in the Poirot series that Kenneth Bragnall puts together mm-hmm. where he plays Hercule Poirot, which is an Agatha Christie character. So they did Murder on the Orient Express, they did Death on the Nile, and now um, A Haunting in Venice is out. And I can't wait to see that. I'm going to go see it in theaters probably uh, in the next few days because I always like seeing those movies in theaters if I can. Um, I've probably read 90% of Agatha Christie's like massive um, then there were collection. Nine. Yes, that's one of them. Yes. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. And I haven't seen a lot in theaters recently. I haven't seen Barbie yet. So Barbie's um, fantastic. It is. The, the two guys on this podcast have seen Barbie. And the one girl um, hasn't. And I would, it's fine. So I would venture to say I'm going to pull up my list of things I'm I've seen in so theater or movies I've seen busy. this year. I did see Mission um, Impossible in theaters. I just haven't been to – like. I've become that person that's like, I'll just wait till it's streaming, which is awful. So but I would even say that like Barbie's probably a top three or top four movie of the year for me. Like it's, okay. it's not number one that right now Spider Spider Man and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem are probably oh, fighting I, it I out there. And Super Mario second. Brothers is probably in that conversation too. But it's probably right Spider-Man after yet. that. Oh, you have to see uh, across so the Spider Verse. Yeah, so seen it, yet. it is so good. Um but yeah, I, I think that's that's a great pick. So. Okay, also excited about Loki season two. Mm-hmm. Our flag means death season two. Really excited about the Taylor Swift Airs tour movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it to see her in person because I don't have a ton of money and a ton of time. World tour. Um, I'm just saying, if she's there um, when you're you know, doing your honeymoon. I, look, I've thought about it. Don't think that I haven't. Don't thought threaten about me with it. a good time. Thought about exactly. canceling the honeymoon and just um, doing Taylor Swift instead. I'm like, if she it could be a cruel summer. Be in the Amsterdam when we're in Amsterdam. Yes. Um, I'll look up the dates. Anywho, so I'm go- at least I'm going to be able to see the concert in movie form. She's also going to drop um, next month in October, uh, 1989, Taylor's version. So Can't that's wait. exciting. sync, maybe doing a reunion tour, maybe yep. coming back. I don't, I don't know. There's still the a rumor. lot up in the air, but like I'm ready for it. And then also the Marvels. Can't wait. Yeah, Marvels. Wait Marvels is big on my list. Um, I'm a big Miss Marvel fan. I love uh, the actress who portrays her. I cannot remember her name uh, Iman v- Vellani um, um, it is yes Im- uh, okay good she's adorable her TV show was fantastic she did a fantastic so job cute. portraying her a yeah. very comic accurate so I can't wait to see her interacting with all of the with uh, Brie yeah. Larson and um, whoever plays uh, Tayana Paris yes Tayana I think Paris? I can't wait to see her interacting with them on the screen um, and I would say like Marvel in general it has fallen off a little bit for me um, but it's still exciting. Like Marvels is something I'll probably see in theaters for sure, just because of that. 
Um, I know they have Deadpool coming out, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be a must-see with all the rumored cameos there. Mm-hmm. And I'm still interested to see how they're going to tie everything together for um, uh, the, the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars mm-hmm. moving forward the next couple of years. Like I said, it's it's fallen off a little bit. It's gotten, you know, there's not like a clear path of how these movies are still haven't coming seen together. I would say not not to waste your time, but, but I'm um, a completionist. but you are a completionist. <laughs> I haven't seen Moon Knight and the Eternals, and I'm you know, but then there's all, all these other things that are popping up. I need to go watch Solo and Andor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am caught up on Ahsoka. That's um, good, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the only like show that I've actually the, that and Master Chef. I'm caught up on yes. on both of those. Um, but in terms of things I'm excited for, so uh, Power Rangers Cosmic Fury comes out on Netflix in two weeks, and it's the 30th season of the show, and there's. There's no real clear direction of if it's coming back um, in any kind of format. Um, I know there have been talks of a reboot, a rebooted series through Netflix or through Hasbro or whatever, but there's nothing. So, so this could be the last season of Power Rangers we get for for a while, especially with the writer and actor strike going on. Right. Um, the original Blue Ranger is coming back for this season as well, so I um, kind of want to see that as well. Um, we watched the um, the 30th anniversary uh, special on Netflix back in April. Um, which was fantastic, and we I actually watched that. We at watched the it Comic-Con. at Feltville Comic Con too. So with well, with was it? Yeah, and it was with um Walter, with, Manuel, with Walter Jones. Manuel Jones and then um the voice of Rita, mm-hmm. um Barbara Goodson. Yeah, so. and uh, so that was really exciting stuff. Just as a fan of Power Rangers, I know I haven't really watched any of the last like ten seasons of this show, so I'm not gonna really like understand some of the characters. But just to kind of give it a shot, um, a watch. I think it's only ten episodes. Um, that's something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to doing more comic cons or mm-hmm. galaxy cons or whatever. Cause you know, for me, they've been like little baby steps into actually experiencing the full con. So we went to galaxy con back in 2022 and, um, you know, I went around, I bought some stuff. Um, but I was just, I was too scared to go get in line and meet actors or whatever. I was like, I don't want to waste my money. And, we went to the federal one. It was kind of some similar to the same thing, but we did t- we did some more panels and stuff. But this last one, I was like, okay, and we got our picture with McFoley, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. Um, I did a table selfie with Will Friedle, and just kind of really started immersing myself into some of the things they have to offer. So anything like I, I sent, I don't know if I, no, I sent. I almost gonna send it to you guys. GalaxyCon twenty twenty four tickets are twenty five percent off right now for next year. Okay. Um, so, um, I'd like to possibly talk to you guys and Ivy, um, about nailing down a date that we can go, even if it's on, I mean, I know we did Thursday one year, Friday one year, and then maybe Saturday. Well, I didn't think um, we talked about it this past time, especially like if we do want to do anything that's more of the, a little bit more out of our comfort zone or meeting people or doing some interviews, not like to go hardcore on what we're doing right now, but mm-hmm. I think if you're going to do or try to do more than that, you probably need to at least do two days right? instead of the one. Because there's just no way to knock it all out and no. do excessive or like other things. Um, but I would agree. I'd love to do more of that, too. Yeah. So that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. And then, I mean, it's really hard for me to, like, I don't know w- what's on the horizon. Because, um, you know, I mean, I've been watching Star Wars Ahsoka, and I'm really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, Marvel's kind of falling off. But I'm just enjoying the idea of just going to see a movie. Um, I know I, I texted y'all over the summer. I went to the Howl mm-hmm. to watch the Flash movie. And I was the only one in the theater. Oh, like, yeah. That's where I've seen every movie 
for the last few years. Literally the only person in the theater was the, the, the best it's experience. Great. I oh my goodness. That's why I saw Barbie. Since um, before COVID, yeah. But uh, just the idea of going out with friends and watching movies again, um, mm-hmm. no matter what they are. Um, just, you know, just pop culture, movies, television's been a big part of my life. It's something I really enjoy. And there are shows that are coming back. Abbott Elementary is one I've, I think I've recommended to you. It's like The Office, but if it took place at an elementary school. Yep. Um, fantastic show. And, like, for real, for real, they hit on some issues that teachers are like, okay, preach. Mm-hmm. Keep preaching. I mean, like. Um, but I'm also just kind of open. Like, we watched Ted Lasso over the summer. Um, it took us two weeks to watch 34 episodes. And uh, just binged it straight on and just really loved that. And I'm just looking for more content that I would enjoy. So, I mean, I guess the one thing I'm, uh, the last thing I'm looking forward to is just the search for mm-hmm. something I would enjoy. I think for me, like, we. Oh, and also yeah. uh, collecting more Funko Pops. Nice. Eric, if you, you haven't seen it because I haven't posted things, but Eric has become a very avid collector of Funko Pops. Like, and I look up and there's bobbleheads, but he did that before, but then it extended now into the Funko Pops that are here and also at his work. I, and I have some that are in storage. Oh, I mean, in like, storage. Like, uh, my, my Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. As Power Rangers are still in their box, I, ha- I refuse to take them out. Mm-hmm. But they're in they're in storage that storage closet there. So. Nice. Well, Eric needs a new bookshelf. We discussed. I, that I do need a new bookshelf because yeah. I've got full of books, full of board games, and I've got more books that are just kind of chilling, mm-hmm. like in random places. Just so. Chilling. Um, for me, I'm similar with Ashby, but I just haven't been to the movies much this year. Uh, once you have a child, that's one part of it. She's also not at an age yet where you can take her to the movies because mm-hmm. she just can't wouldn't right. focus, and that's not fair to anybody else in the theaters. Uh, but also my mom watches my daughter throughout the week. She retired about the same time we had her. So I always feel a little guilty being like, Hey, you've watched her every day this week. We also watch her tonight so we can go to the movies. Right. Don't get me wrong. My mom loves me and, would, and love her and she would love to do that. But you know, just try to be respectful. But we, Erica's dad was a big Indiana Jones fan that her and he and their family all grew up watching together. So when that one came out and we were in town with them, we did go out and go see that with her dad and her sister uh, and Erica and I did go have a date night uh, a month or so back and watch Barbie um, at the Howl. I had a good time with that. But there is like a giant list of movies that I'm not cut off, caught up on. Um, Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, which everybody would assume I would have been there open a night. It's just not feasible. But We watched it at the Alamo. It was fantastic. I've heard so many great things about it. Oh, excuse me, but I definitely am excited for it. Uh, I, I love the way the animation looks, at least so far from everything I've seen. A lot of uh, goes back to the Spider-Man. Haven't seen the sequel to that either. Haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy three. I haven't seen Fast X or whatever. We which haven't is seen Fast insane. Fa- Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Yeah. So, which is odd because if any movie beyond Ninja Turtles, that's typically the one I go see. Not that I believe they're greatest movies ever. It's just we'll have part a, of my we'll life. have a viewing party here one night yeah. when it comes out on Peacock or something. So and you're like, okay, that's another thing that like I haven't seen. Uh, there's so many Flash. I haven't seen that. Flash was fun in such a dumb way, but yeah, but there's a lot of that that I haven't seen that I do want to catch up on. Um, I can't remember it right now. Adam Sandler put out a new movie on Netflix, not in the last month. Basketball one, no. um, We saw Hustle recently. Hustle was good. Yeah, I really there was another movie put out that his daughters play his actual daughters in the movie. Um, I can't remember offhand, but we watched it the other night. Erica and I finally Sky went to bed early. And instead of the typical put on random YouTube stuff or something else, we were like, well, we got time. Let's watch a movie. And Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is like two to three hours long. And I've heard it's emotional. It's emotional. I was like, I don't want to be emotional tonight. Yeah, so I tried. I tried yeah. multiple times. Yeah, I've heard it from multiple people. So I was like, let's just 
Adam Sandler's a little over an hour. Let's watch this. It'll be goofy and funny, and we can go to bed without heartache tonight. Um, yep. So I did that. Oh, I do have one more thing, and I forgot mm-hmm. to mention this. So um, it hasn't been announced yet, but when it does, and I'm sure it will be, wh- whatever Ryan Johnson does for the Knives Out franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, we watched uh, Glass Onion last year. So good. And it was so freaking good. Yeah. Um, and th- what made me think of that was we watched Adam Sandler's Murder Mystery 1 and 2 recently gotcha. as well. And mm-hmm. so like, Starting to get into that genre a little bit, the little murder mystery genre. Who done it? Yeah. So Erica's living there. And then there were fewer. I was about to say, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I can, I can tell you I'm all the I'm the mayor band. of this place here yeah. I go for to, the local chapter. <laughs> I go to sleep at night watching horror type things of who died here. And if you know oh, she, any No, help. she goes to sleep watching Twister. Okay. <laughs> she did. That was a long period. Now, Oh, Twister's coming out next year, right? Yeah. Twisters. The next, I mean, the sequel, I'm going to say that sure. loosely. Yeah. So I don't know. Reboot, there's reimagining. A lot, there's a lot of that stuff. Uh, but um, along with the Ninja Turtles, I'm excited to see that. Part of me also is excited the fact that toys are back again mm-hmm. for Ninja Turtles. They've yeah. all, Over the years, they've randomly come out with a few things that's pretty much remakes of molds of stuff I had as a kid. But now having a daughter and walking down, if you know me, every time I go to Walmart, I'm going to walk down the toy aisles anyway Same. just to see what's there. But it's really neat to see these giant displays of Ninja Turtle stuff again that reminds me of being a kid and maybe going to like Toys R Us where it was huge. Um, and just taking your daughter. Like, Sky's at an age that she likes some Ninja Turtle stuff just because I have it set out like at her house. But at the same time, she's also at an age where she just kind of likes all sorts of things mm-hmm. for five minutes and then like something else. Right. But um, it's exciting to be able to be in a time period where you have a child that you'll be able to share some things from your childhood from, even if she maybe does or doesn't like it. We'll just see as she grows. But there's that. Uh, there's another. Again, I haven't seen The Flash. I did see a lot of like poor, you know, at least people that went out to see it. There wasn't like the return on investment that they hoped for. I think with that, I'm gonna watch I, it. I, I will. Well, here's yeah. the thing. I will say, if you enjoyed Michael Keaton's Batman, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you, you get to see him come He's back. He's the reason I'm gonna watch it eventually. Um, but I have some very strong opinions about Ezra Miller and their uh, history. You know, their documented past or whatever with some yeah. of the stuff. I also have some very strong opinions about DC, which everyone but, has. Yeah. <laughs> but they're hilarious in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean I mean they're they're hilarious. Now like I said, some of it's a little dumb and mm-hmm. like you sometimes you got to like ignore logic from getting from A to C. Right. And they left mm-hmm. out B or it right. feels like they left out B or whatever and so you kinda have to ignore. But overall, I mean no, it's not Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. No, it's well, not. It's nothing I mean, nothing ever, ever is. No, it's not Black Panther. No, it's not Spider-Man Far From Home. But it's entertaining. Yeah. Like, if anything else, yes, it's a little dumb, but it's entertaining, and it's a good way to spend a Friday night, you know, with pop. Well, I mean, chances are way higher that I'll eventually watch that than that I'll watch the Rob Pattinson Batman, so... Well, see, that's next on my list. Like, ah, that's a, a so really it's on Amazon. It. It's on Amazon Prime now. So dark, it, but it, it is so good. So emo. We, which we, we watched it in theaters yeah. together. So I'm I mean, also a big emo kid. So like, it well, works for me. So it's very. I don't. I will say. Would this. you say it's a like noir? I'm really noir. butchering that word. Noir. Yes, noir. Like throwback in a sense with the darkness and the. I feel like they went that route a little bit with it. We don't have to do a giant talk about this right now but no we'll save that for an an anthology series on batman one day (laughs) i do think for me it's very much in the way that the joker movie came out where it's in that moment i really loved to see it the whole point is the darkness it is but i like how they do it i like the world it is it's not overblown with the same way the other dc stuff is where it's big huge explodes like so much you're much more grounded a little bit 
it's the same way when I got home though, and we had HBO Max, and they started putting Batman on there. I couldn't just turn it on and watch the whole thing well, again. The biggest Joker's complaint I had, the biggest complaint I had about the bat, the Batman is the runtime. Mm-hmm. It's three hours ten minutes when it could have very easily been two twenty five. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was good though, like, and I really enjoyed it. Was it was really good, but they could have made some cuts somewhere, and it would have been a better, a better um, experience for the viewer mm-hmm. um, because. It just it did drag a little bit because of the time, but it was fantastic. Right. I mean, the the there's a car chase scene involving him and one of the villains. That's really it. it I'm sure it will stand up because mm-hmm. I'm still remembering it. And I've only seen it the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are right in the sense that kind of hard to turn it on for a rewatch. Well, like I me, thought about it last night. Like Ivy was working on some stuff. And she's like, you can watch whatever you want. I was like, well, cool. And it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. you know, with some other Batman movies. It's like, well, do I really want to commit three hours to this? And, and it's one of those mindset things, too, because it is more of a serious tone of the superhero movie versus there's not the comic relief a lot. Like there may be in some other superhero movies or different stuff. So it's the same way that I love Dead Poet Society, but I also can't sit down all the time and watch Dead Poet Society. Right. It's not a feel good, no. pick me up kind of. Like oh, I Captain, my captain. No. But yeah. But, with that said, though, they are coming out with the second one. Um, they've already had hints that they're going to introduce Dick Grayson and Robin into this one with him. Okay. Properly? Properly, time, please? Well, I, the, I don't want to hear any of this, okay, your middle name's Robin Mess from Joseph well, no. Levitt Gordon, or Gordon Levitt, whichever, yeah. <laughs> whichever one it is. But Gordon Robert Levitt. Pattinson, Gordon Levitt. They had already asked him previously, like in the other movie, like, it's the future. If you ever do more, would you want this? And he said, the only way I would want to do it is if it is actually, like, the right age kid. Like, it's mm-hmm. not some adult playing a kid, like, you right. are starting off with this. You don't need to see Chris O'Donnell. No. I mean, in right. tights anymore. But, sorry, sorry, kid. But honestly, and, like from a comic view, Nightwing, Robin, Dick Grayson has always been like my favorite. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it that I'm excited for. But I'm also excited to see it in this type of way where they're not going to make him just some goofy kid, most likely. Yeah. Right. So they'll do this spinoff. We'll get to see him again where we haven't seen him in any of the other DC stuff as of, as, you know, unless you're talking about Chris O'Donnell way back <laughs> in the day. Um, and then DC's also putting out Batman Brave and the Bold. Which is also going to have Batman and his son Damian Wayne that plays Robin at this so point, which we've never my seen. My question on those, I, I and I don't remember the mm-hmm. answer. Um, I know that um, Guardian of the Galaxy or Galaxy director James Gunn is mm-hmm. the head of like DC now, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that there'll be some DC universe mm-hmm. connected yep. movies, yep. but you also have Elseworld stories, and I think. Robert Pattinson is Elseworld. Elseworld. Brave and the Bold is, is part, of, part of, the, of the okay universe they're doing. So, yeah. so which is neat to see because it does. You still could have Robert or have Robin or Dick Grayson slash him as being Nightwing or other characters at that point. Plus, Damian Wayne is a very different character. Yes, which we have not seen um, him in any of the live action stuff. But also in the Robert Pattinson one, they're talking about how Clayface may be possibly the villain, mm-hmm. which is a very just different character we've never seen in other than animation. Um, and there's a lot of potential for that. There is so, a tough, tough, like emotional Clayface story in the end of the series. Yeah, it's with, really good. Involving Robin. And Robin. Yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities with that. So I'm excited for that. And then also, you mentioned it too earlier, but Deadpool's and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. You know, after Logan, we never thought we were going to get to see Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman be yeah. Wolverine again. Especially like, and we just thought there wasn't a hope for this tie-in with the Marvel, like the MCU. Hey, pro tip: if you never see Logan, like I never have, it's never over. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> but now you should. See but it. now you kind of have. Yeah, to, you no, need to go see to Logan. See <laughs> I will um, say, like, I will say Logan's very similar to how the Batman is. We were talking about 
but I would say Logan is still much easier for Log- me to sit down and watch over again. Logan's like a Western if a yeah. Western involved mutants, mm-hmm. okay. in my opinion. Okay. Like, it's an old Western, this old, you know, grizzled war, you know, war veteran. Like there's know. the emotion I side mean, of this, a lot of it, but there's also still parts that are funny or have, like, more... This is better. Levity. Yeah. 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 So I would still okay. say Logan's better than the other. So if you want to watch one of the other, watch Logan. Yeah. Um, But... The fact that we're seeing that, we've already seen leaked pictures of him in a yellow suit suit mm-hmm. for the first time ever. You know, for the longest time, superheroes couldn't be in comic accurate things. They had to just be in like black leather for the most part. Not to say it looked bad, but that's right. just what it was. And then, you know, there was this deleted scene where there was a briefcase with a mask yep. and the costume of the yellow and brown that never even made it, you know, to the movie the part. Mustard yellow. <laughs> yeah, versus now we're going to see that, and it's also going to be Marvel's first rated R, like it's the MCU movie. Um, and so you're going to be able to see Hugh Jackman. And Can't wait. Like to see that Wolverine and Deadpool and what that possibly could be. And again, there's most likely this could be the crossing point where we start bringing in all the Fox stuff to the MCU finally in ways that it really mixes together. Or maybe not, but there's just a lot of potential there for a lot of crossover to kind of. I mean, my thing is, if you're going to do it, you better do it right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like they did the Spider Man Mm -hmm. crossover stuff fantastically, Mm -hmm. Um, bringing in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Mm -hmm. to the point where we kind of want to see more movies from them as well. Which there's rumors of that, I think, already. 100% would watch everything the three of them put out. But my, my my bigger concern with Marvel is just, you know, I feel like it's just been so watered down and. The good stuff has been good, but the not so good stuff has been not. Gr- I mean, like it's just really kind of turned you off. And whereas, like just five years ago, four years ago, we were so excited for Endgame, and we like, and then what was going to come next? And now, you know, I just I don't want it to be just you know, okay, let's throw everything together in this bucket because now we own all the properties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather them go the route at some point. Maybe they'll do this after Secret Wars. I'd rather them go the route of. DC and say, okay, we can have a continuity, but we're also going to do just one-offs mm. and have them be in their own little world where they're not connected to this one shared universe. Because I think, you know, with with a character like Batman, I think he deserves to have his own movies um, that aren't tainted by, you know, when I say tainted, like maybe that's not the right word, but just, uh, I think it's forced to be molded. I think it's been Affleck's Batman, and I think, man, he, he could have been such a fantastic Batman, but he had to be forced to be in there with Superman and with the Justice League, mm-hmm. and it really just kind of brought it down. Um, but yeah, so I, I just I have a fear of Marvel just trying to say, okay, we own all these characters. How can we create a movie with 200 characters in it right. that people are going to care about? Well, and to be fair, as we talk about all of this, I'm. And we also talk about how busy we are in life and we talk about the strike and, and streaming and inventory and, and how we're behind on certain things. And between the three of us, what we're watching and what we're not watching and what we haven't got around to yet. Um, Eric and I, before we started recording, we're just having a conversation about Ted Lasso. I have nothing against Ted Lasso. I think I would enjoy it. I don't have time. <laughs> you know, there's so much I'm watching. And so... I think coming out of, you know, there's all these articles recently about how the MCU is struggling moving from one phase to the other. And I I just think how nice it would be if I could find things that I enjoy that are entertaining that I don't feel like I have to have three books, ten movies, Mm -hmm. two comics, 
in a backstory in my head to watch, you yeah. know, like, can we move into a phase of just having properties that are, that are, that in, are standalone, that are standalone, yes. that you can enjoy, but that you don't have to have watched six other movies to get. Like, and I'll say like Star Wars, I mean, Disney's doing the same thing with Star Wars with Ahsoka. Um, I didn't watch Clone Wars or Rebels, but I think if you had watched those things, you'd have a greater appreciation of what they just did in Episode 5 of Ahsoka. Right. Um, where it's still enjoyable on its own, but people who watched those animated properties are like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they did this, this, They're this, this. paying this. off after all these And years. it's right. like, that's great, but I, I don't I don't get what you're so right. excited about. And I think, yeah, like I you like said, you also with, didn't with lose Marvel, anything with it. Yeah, I mean, with Marvel, like, um, I remember, you know, the simpler times when they, Phase 1 was six movies. Right. You know, and you introduce superheroes. Um, you know, Iron Man got a sequel, but you introduced your main core, and it led up to an Avengers movie. Phase 2 was, what, eight movies or whatever? And it had the same thing. And then Phase 3 went really crazy, but it all led to, right. you know, the same thing where you can still appreciate, but now we're in the Phase 4 and Phase 5 where you've got, I mean, I think that Disney Plus put out like six or six or seven series over the course of a year. Right. It's in a addition lot. to the movies – um, but they don't really connect with each other, but they do. Right. Because you watch WandaVision, yeah. and WandaVision is fantastic, and it ends on such a you know, like hopeful note. Right. But then you watch Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness, and it right. just, there's no connect there. Well, and because I'm a completionist, I'm like, well, I, you know, I finally watched Guardians 3, and I am caught up on a lot of stuff, but I'm like, well, I can't watch the Marvels mm -hmm. until I watch Secret Invasion. You know, yeah. like my brain, whether that's true whether or not, true or my not. brain mm -hmm. is telling me like I have to catch up on Secret Invasion because I can't go see the Marvels in theaters. Because mm -hmm. what if it talks about something that Nick Fury mentioned in, and you know, like you just feel like you're missing out on an inside joke. And this is where I felt like, you know, back when Netflix had the Defenders series, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, right. Iron Fist. And then Punisher, which I never went and saw. Which I Punisher. never saw any of those. I um, only saw Agents but of I Shield. But I feel like they had it right in the sense that it's loosely connected, but it you don't have to watch it. Right. Okay. And vice versa. If you and I think that's where they need to go back to personally for me is it's great if you want to have a Disney Plus series, but ha let it be its own thing. Don't right. let it connect to the larger universe. Let it yeah. be street level. Let it be just its own little world here. Where okay. Maybe the Avengers assist. Maybe they don't. Maybe, you know, this is just a separate unit. But it would be more enjoyable for those people who are like, okay, I'm just going to watch the movies. I'm, and I know what their plan is. They want people to watch everything. And that's part of their plan to get people um, to buy Disney right. Plus subscriptions and to go to movies. But I think the fear is, or I think what we're actually seeing is, people are just going to be turned off altogether from it. Right. I mean, I think when I think of Ricky, who's in his early 60s now, you know, he doesn't want to watch everything. You right. know, he wants to watch the movies because um, he's tried watching Moon Knight and, and whatever in, in Ricky fashion. It's like, oh, it was, it was terrible. It was crap. And sometimes he's right. I mean, like sometimes it's like, okay. Right. And But he's right because this movie, like I'll take, I'll tell you a secret invasion. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, but literally that show had no reason to exist. Okay. Like I feel like after watching six episodes, and maybe you tell me if I'm being a little harsh, but I watched six episodes of it, and I'm waiting for the ball to drop, and I'm waiting for this, you know, something big to happen, and it never did. And I think they tried to firmly establish themselves so far, 
or is, you know, like, hey, here's Secret Invasion, and it's definitely connected to the MCU movies mm-hmm. because we got Samuel L. Jackson doing his thing here. Right, right. And then when the series is over, you're, there wasn't even a post-credit scene. I mean, when the series is over, you're like, okay, what did I just watch? And why did I have to watch that? And how is it going to affect the bigger screen, bigger picture right. or whatever? And turns out I don't think it will. Um because none of the TV shows have had a bigger picture impact on the movies. Right. And, but they keep telling us that you need to watch this because it's going to. It's just an endless right. cycle. And it's just, if they could just be on their own, like you said, stand alone. Right. And focus on just make, creating good stories and not having to thread needles to make stories connect. Right. It would be a better product overall. Yeah. I definitely, like, how did we evolve into this on our last yeah, episode? A, <laughs> a big discussion on no. Marvel. <laughs> I would just say with. Secret Invasion, I th- there were parts of it that I could see where Mike would have a point later on, but at the same time, I didn't. There's like main events that all happened in like five minute segments mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, this is the main thing that changed. But at the same time, you could have made those five minutes in a movie and just kept going deeper with it at that point. Versus, like, I do have a deeper appreciation and understanding a little bit of the some of the like characters that you're going to see later, but none of it that. I feel like I'm going to see later and be like, oh man, this right, is huge. Right. Like, I feel like Secret Invasion was originally Miss Marvel 2, and then they mm-hmm. went a different direction with that story. Uh, and okay. that, But they still wanted the, you know, they promised Samuel L. Jackson a Disney Plus show. So, like, okay, well, right. we'll just do this. And it's loosely based on the comic. Well, and maybe he wanted to call in like a final contract appearance. Yep. Like, hey, I, you got me for one more appearance. I'm ready to move on. Like, give me something to be in, and then I'm out. Yep. So, and that happens too. Yep. So. so, there's a variety of things. I mean, I definitely think there's some. I don't know. Ashby mentioned it in the beginning and all that is we're also older and busier. Not necessarily yeah. age being the factor. We're just busier. Yes. Whereas years ago when we saw that they were going to be putting all these series on there, we were super excited. Couldn't wait to see everything as it came out. And then as it comes out, you realize, oh man, I'm kind of busy. I don't really get have the chance to watch all of this. Right. Same way where like when Daredevil came out, Daredevil came out and then you had to wait more for the next thing. Versus in Disney Plus Hatch, like all of those things started hitting faster. Mm-hmm. Plus now, if you happen to like Star Wars or anything else, now you have multiple things you're trying to stay on top of on Marvel too. Well, with Star Wars, the timeline is so vast. Yeah, like Ahsoka takes place like right after you know uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, same same timeline as the Mandalorian, yeah. I believe. But then you've got like Andor that's like before A New Hope, and then you've got. Obi Wan, that's before Obi Wan was a fantastic show. It was by like the way. So that's what but, I mean. Um, I don't mean that they're bad. It's they're just there's bad. a it's lot. Just, you, you have to do a lot of mental gymnastics mm-hmm. to connect where that. Like I had to Google this week. When does Ahsoka take place? Mm-hmm. I did. Like, too. I did like, the same thing because I'm not really sure. Does it take place after Mandalorian season two or season three? Like I just did catch up on Mandalorian season three. Love love Grogu. Love. Shout out to my boy R five D four who finally makes another mm-hmm. canon appearance in Star Wars after being. Uh, you know, after blowing himself up in the original movie, um, I can go on for about, anyway. I just uh, thought there's a lot of there's good potential for things that come out on TV, but like you said, I do feel like with Agents of Shield, more so Agents of Shield had a lot more to do with what you just saw in the movie. Sometimes it did originally. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And then they split. They were better off once they split off and did their own thing. Well, that's what I mean. Though you, you didn't know? have to see the show to see the movie, but if you saw the movie, it was like a and little watched, Easter egg. And you watched the show, you might get a little bit more excitement on the mm-hmm. show because of this. But the same way, even with Daredevil, um, and just Punisher and all of those, I really enjoyed them. And at the time, I was like, I really wish we could see more of this there. Mm-hmm. But I do, like you say, they. 
you know they exist in the same place. There's random things throughout that you can like catch little Easter eggs or little bits that like reference that. And now they're redoing it where Daredevil's going to come back. I think on his own show again. I don't know if it's a movie or show. I think I it's think a it's, a, it's a twenty four episode show. Yeah. I believe. Um, and so, which is good. Like, and they're bringing back Charlie Cox. He did a great job. Vincent, uh, what's his last name? Yeah. The, 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 Fulton uh, Reed from Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um, but no, they're no, bringing no, no, not him. Oh, no, wait. the big guy, Kingpin. Oh yeah, yeah. He Vincent did an amazing job. Dion Forio. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, yeah. thank you. So I would love to see him mix in with Spider Man's world, but that's a lot of that. We're the same way. There's potential to bring these characters in, but you have to be careful again. I think the, I like it in the way if you see these movies and you mm-hmm. see these characters and you really love that character, now here's some more of that character you get to go watch. Right. Like I like that idea of it versus you have to watch this to understand who this character is in this right. movie. I think one of the bigger things that might solve Marvel's problems, and this is what Daredevil and the Defender shows on Netflix mm-hmm. they did pretty well. Not every villain has to be a um, has to have a plan that is like a world sure. ending. Right. Uh, galaxy catamalistic event or whatever it could just be okay here's the kingpin who's ruining harlem or whatever or whatever the your queens and let that be that small stakes small stakes instead of high stakes about that so and and i think that's one of the bigger you know with disney plus shows everything's a big you know even in the shows there are big stakes issues here that because they're supposed to connect to the movies secret invasion had a large world stake you know but um, event and it's like why don't you call the remaining Avengers and it's like no this is my problem like, you know, you always have to answer for that question why don't right. you call the Avengers right. and if we it's question, a big we deal that. why oh. isn't everyone here versus like you say whenever <laughs> these smaller movies like where you had Kingpin sure you could call them in but for the right. most part this is something more localized yep. that yes. you know like Hawkeye was a fantastic show for that reason yes. you know like it was you know it was just a, it was small-ish a small-ish thing mm-hmm. yeah um, so anywho we are okay. coming up on can't see. We're, we're coming, we're coming up, up close Ashby's to two hours, so, so we need to wrap this up. <laughs> um, we reached out uh, to someone who has made an appearance on the show a couple of times and was uh, originally, I mean, he was our, our, our fan, our, our biggest fan. When I say our fan, he might have been the first one. Um, we reached out to Chris Road and we just asked him to kind of give us his thoughts on our show, and, and um, let's just hear what Chris has to say. nostalgia goggles every week and just thinking about all the great memories I had growing up going from the the TV shows to all the movies that they talked about and even all the little trends that brought me back to grade school good and bad I can say that I went through a lot of good cool trends or at least I thought they were cool and some really bad ones but um, one of my favorite things was just listening to the banter of all the hosts but my favorite part was whenever i got to participate as a guest host in the sleepover video games it was just cool reminiscing about all the sleepovers we had and just playing video games and bonding that way and uh, i just look forward to seeing what all the endeavors of all the hosts and uh, i just wish y'all good luck in the future and yeah, hope maybe there might be a reunion one day. All right. Thanks, guys. Chris, we appreciate Aww, it. Chris. Chris, so Chris is fantastic. Um, we loved having him be a part of this. And um, whatever we do, you know, whatever the journey is next, we hope we can have him be a part of that in some way as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Chris. And thank you for 
to all the people who've been a part of this, uh, Hunter, uh, Chad, uh, Ricky, um, Bobby, um, and just all the people, all the people who've tuned in online, tuned in and listened to us. I know we've had, um, just too many people to name people who participated in our giveaways, people who participated in our bracket challenges or just commenting on posts. I mean, giving us that engagement and I mean, we, we we love doing this um but we love doing this when people are interested and y'all were definitely interested as you know for a long time in, in our podcast and we're grateful for that so absolutely um, let's move on to our final thoughts uh ashby we'll start with you final thoughts yeah. <clears throat> i mean I this is like the the jerry springer segment here you know your final thoughts here i think that um i've i think i've said it all i think i've said it all I feel I feel pretty good mm-hmm. about about where we are spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. I don't uh, know about physically. I don't we know turned about physically that fan either. off two hours ago and it's starting. Yeah, to get my, well, hip, my hips hurting again. I am sweating <laughs> yeah. right now. I warned you. Um, <laughs> and also, yeah, you're right. I do. My shoulder hurts, and I'm having another back spasm. But other than that, um, so we'll just go with sp- spiritually and mentally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not physically. <laughs> Borderline on some of those. Anyway, either way. The point being, (laughs) um, I'm really glad that we got back together and recorded this. And um, I'm really excited for people to hear it. And I'm excited to see where this goes. This being the podcast, this being our friendship, and, you know, this being our lives. I'm right there with you. And, you know, we had a big conversation off air before we started just because if you come together with this and don't really have a conversation, it really fast can be like, all right, we're done. We agreed to do a final episode and bye. bye. You know, our contract obligations yeah. are up. Yeah. yeah. Wait, y'all signed contracts? What? <laughs> with each other. We didn't give you one. Um, it was that time. You I were, knew it. <laughs> you were during that time. You were mad all the time. You guys are getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm real thankful for the past four years, everything that we've been able to accomplish. Um, all of you at home that have joined in, um, it's just between random thoughts, you know, including sending us your favorite types of things from, you know, how it related to what we're talking about at the time. And I do look forward to whatever the future is. I'm glad we did this today to catch you all back up, um, just to extend that back out to you to hear from you guys again and to maybe see what you would like to see in the future and just to see what comes from whatever happens in the future. We do, you know, again, we're not saying this and then going to have another one out next month, but you know, we are at least having the idea of potentially looking into opportunities of how in our busy lives we could still maintain that time together. Um, a friend wrote a song once, and there's a line in it that, you know, maybe growing apart's what happened because you didn't reach or put in the input to do any different. Or, you know, not the input, but didn't put in the time to do anything different. So we chose to. So maybe it's that point of, in our busy lives, you know, choosing some time to spend with each other you know and catching up and then just talking about random stuff that sure it doesn't change the world but it gets you just that bonding time with each other and with you listeners at home so i look forward to whatever's ahead and i look forward to more friendship and growth the people in this room so um my final thoughts uh i first want to give a shout out to a couple people um first of all ricky lyles sure yeah the first year of this podcast was recorded at his house Mm -hmm. He he had an extra room he let us come in um, and he sat in the living room and watched TV while we recorded the podcast. I mean, he came in and done some episodes, but 
he uh, he's instrumental in this podcast being what it was for so long. It physically um, could not have happened because like, half, like, half, half the cords half the cords were his. Like he was there to play technician. We call him producer Ricky. I mean, he did. He was also host Ricky. He was also technical expert Ricky, mm-hmm. IT Ricky, whatever. Um, and, and when I say host, I mean he literally hosted us at his house. Studio but also, landlord. But yeah. also co-host, you know, for some yes. episodes and some of those, like the Thanksgiving meal mm-hmm. draft or yep. Christmas meal drafts and um, he, the favorite, to- you know, mm-hmm. childhood toys um, episode we did. Yeah. I mean, he did several episodes with us and uh, was not possible without him. So thank you, Ricky. If you listen to this, we we are grateful. Um, glad we were able to shout you out every episode. Um, big shout out to producer Ricky. I also want to give a shout out to Andy Cockrell. He actually bought sure. one of our microphones mm-hmm. um, because it, you know, in the beginning, me and Kyle just bought everything, and Andy's like, "What can I do?" And he's like, "You know, what kind of microphone did you use?" And I told him, and he, sh- you know, went on Amazon and shipped it to it to me. And was like, "Hey, you know, if you never need a third microphone, here you go." So I think it's one. I don't know which one it is, but. We're using something he bought because he believed in what we were doing. Heck yeah. Um, so I just want to shout out to him and thank him. Um, and um, overall, just we talked about off the air how we wanted to make sure that this is not goodbye mm-hmm. to to the podcast. Um, that it there will be some form of or fashion of us doing something together because whether we're doing a podcast or not, that creativity is going to flow because we're creative people. And um, how are we going to channel that into the next project? Um, but there is no, there's no stress on that. There's no pressure for us to do that. And we're, I'm grateful for where we're leaving it right now. Um, I'm excited for your life event, Ashby, mm-hmm. for, for your marriage uh, on December the 8th. I'm looking forward to celebrating with you next or er, uh, early next year. Um, and, uh, I'm I'm just so thankful that you were a part of this, uh, that you, the chemistry we had um, that you brought to the table, and th- how fresh you made the show feel, with your thoughts and your opinions, um, it really kept the show going longer than we ever would have probably anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful that you brought in your friends from the Return to Beacon Hills for our community episode. Yeah. I know I didn't mention it earlier. Might might have been one of my favorite. At the time, so I was just geeking out the entire time on the community. Ahead. Yeah, we were streets ahead at that point, um, <laughs> and just thankful for you just willing to show up to some random guy's house sure. with two other guys who you hadn't seen since high school, and you're like, "Yeah, we're going to record a podcast here," not knowing. I mean, just just run, just showing up to this random house mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. And to, uh, look, we're just never going to mm-hmm. tell my grandmother that no. I make poor choices like um, that. So. Well, and another <laughs> thing, her, her her thoughts and opinions. I went back recently. I mm-hmm. um, was going through some photos and. I'd taken a screenshot of what she had said about us after we recorded Mr. Holland's opus. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I used to think not think much of Kyle and Eric. And yep. wonder why you would want to hang out with them, Ashby. Mm-hmm. But after this episode, I see they're much deeper than what they Omar made. has I mean, Omar. She, Omar's she, the reason I stopped yelling. Yes. Because it bothered Omar. Yes. yes she's like, that did. guy yells. It's a lot it better now. It hurts her ears. It yes, hurt so my ears, too. I didn't so want to say it. but The, <laughs> the <laughs> only five-star review that really, truly ever mattered mm-hmm. is Omar's. Uh, yep. Because you knew it was truthful. She wasn't yes. holding back. She was not. She was not. You so, had to earn all those stars. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. Kyle, I'm grateful that we got it, our act together. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we said, okay, we're going to do this. And I'm grateful that um, through all of my intricacies and moments of life where I might not have been the most likable person, you put up with it. And we were able to do something fun. We were able to do something we enjoyed and that um, 
that that door is not shut and the door is still open for the three of us and others mm -hmm. to possibly jump in. I'm thinking, you know, sometime in April, May, 2024, maybe. Who knows? I don't want to put a timeline out there, may, although, although, uh, although I just did. But, um, you yeah, know, who so knows? If I leave it up to Kyle, he's just going to plan and not do anything. Well, who so know, who I'm knows? I'm going to put what, a date on it. I'm going to give you some time, but then I'm finally going to give who you Who knows date. what's going to happen in the next, you know, six to 12 months. And, um, True. So um, whatever it is and whatever we figure out, um, I'm looking forward to it. And I hope, listener, I hope you are looking forward to it as well. So yeah, we will leave it at that. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. We're grateful. Um, thank you to producer Ricky one last time. <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We enjoyed this episode, right? I mean, yeah. This was a good time. Nothing so, else. It's two hours of us catching up. Two hours of us catching <laughs> yeah. up on top of the hour and a half we did before and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the half hour after we're done. <laughs> Um, Actually, I have somewhere to be. No, yes. I'm gone. But, um, but <laughs> yeah. my in-laws are in town. I have hope to you home. enjoyed this as much as we did. Hope, you, um, hope you're just excited for what comes next for us um, down the pipe. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, the what, what Podcast. Please stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Not as cool as this room, by the way, with no fan, but as cool as the other side of the pillow. And we'll see you somewhere down the line. What the what? Bye. Bye. Bye.